The name is Law Nation. Cowboys lose to the Green Bay Packers in an epic fail type of situation and scenario. Cowboys 6-3, third place in the division. Got to bounce back for the next game for sure. We're going to do a recap. We're going to talk about this. Got major corrections are needed ASAP. They got to figure this out. There's no excuses. Preparation, planning, procedures, they all need to be corrected and adjusted and set forth for real. I'm still frustrated. I'm still angry about this loss and the Cowboys. It seems as if, though, sometimes when the – we don't have that passion on this team. We don't have a person who pretty much hate losing more than they love winning, right? <laughs> we don't have that here. And, of course, I get it. You know, the Cowboys coming off of a bye, and we're supposed to be fresh. We were the healthiest team. But we had the poor game planning, in my opinion. Uh, we had 79 plays juxtaposed to the Green Bay Packers 61. They dominated the time of possession, right? It was a road game for us, and we played like we were at home. We played such a game that you would think that, hey, man, the Cowboys had this mindset that they at the house, right? That they had the, 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 the everything that was put into place in front of them. But – it is what it is. And another thing, for, for those who are out there, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be real. And you don't know me from YouTube or social media. People that know me know me, right? This is me. I can't fake the funk with you guys. I'm going to call it like it is. And for those who, who can't handle the truth, then leave. Go. I would not miss you. Handle the truth. That's what it is. You can't handle the truth. And the reality of it, Cowboy Nation, if you can't do the small thing, it's the little things that propel you for the big things. It's the, I'm going to be the master of the small things before I'm headed in a direction to be a master or the person that's overseeing the big things. And from what I can say is this game, why would you deter and look away from the philosophy and the formula? I don't want Dak Prescott throwing the ball 46 times. I don't want Dak Prescott throwing the ball 35 times. But by me declaring, decreeing that I want Dak Prescott to throw the ball 24 to 27 times, does it mean that I dislike Dak Prescott? Does it mean that I'm hating on Dak Prescott? Those are the facts. And, yes, Tony Pollard got his rushing. Yeah, he got over 100 yards, I believe. Yes, Malik Davis ran the ball. 
But when you go back and watch the tape for multiple times, there were no rhythm or no game plan to it. It seems as if, though, they woke up, ah, let's go play the Green Bay Packers. And excuse me, yes, I'm not happy with Mike McCarthy parading around, cheering, Kiki Kid, said, oh, buddy, I miss you and Green Bay. Excuse me. They fired you. Stop showing love to the opposing team, the opposition. That, 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 that just made me really upset. Well, Law, you know, you grow up, Law. You, you know, Law. He, he just loved the Lombardi. Lombardi was a pillar of the community for the Green Bay. I don't care. They are enemy to me. I can't stand Green Bay. So that should be the mindset. If anything, you can key, key, key and cheer it up and laugh it up after the work is done. Kind of like what they did. They wasn't key, key, key before the game. But after the game, they're like, oh, hey, Mike McCarthy, we love you. You know, <laughs> come on, man. Where's the, this world is so PC now, so soft. Now we're supposed to kiss the opposing team after the game and shake hands and walk down and talk about lollipops and, and, and all of this other stuff. It's crazy. I like, I like it when an opposing team and the opposing coach don't like one another. Saying, I'm going to rip you apart and we're going to really beat you down with a game plan. But now all of a sudden we're supposed to be this lackadaisy team they're supposed to accept that. Come on. Oh, so if you accepted that last night, let me know. Or yesterday, let me know. That's what you're supposed to just accept. No, get out of here with that. Now listen to this guy. And every Monday at this time on the Diamond Factory Hotline, Brad, the number one reason in your mind that the Cowboys lost that game? Two interceptions. Mm. It, mm. It's easy to say to run defense. Right. Um, but the Packers got 14 points on two three-play drives. So, I mean, I, they're tied. Obviously, you can't give up 200 yards rushing. It's atrocious. Man, Brad Sham is, is, is on the money with that. You can't, you, can't, you can't turn the ball over in the red zone. You can't. You can't. You can't go five wides and then just run it in a compressed box, you know, with a pass play. You can't. And granted, momentum is everything. Momentum is everything. Let me say this again. Momentum is everything. And the wide receivers got to get on the same page with Dak. Dak got to get on the same page with wide receivers. And excuse me, as the tight end, you can't use that, hey, I was bumped. You got five yards. If you think that you got knocked off of your route last, yesterday, imagine you playing in the 80s. The 90s and the early parts of 2000. You can get physical at the top of the route. He bump you, you make sure you lean on him. So that's got to be fixed. Uh, but the two interceptions are uh, drives that come up empty. So one was in the end zone. I mean, you're giving up points, uh, and then they turn them into points, and you wind up tied in regulation. So... I'll I'll, uh, I'll even take my chances with the ho horrible run defense in that game. 
if I can have the two interceptions back. But you can't play run defense like that. Yeah, you can't. It's both of them. You can't. You can't throw the interception in the end zone. You can't. You can't throw that. You can't get cute at the nine yard line or the ten yard, eleven yard line here, and run this type of play. Yeah, it's good for the goose, good for the gander. If you make it, yeah, you, we all celebrate. A high percentage throw in this situation would be a fade, uh, a, a fade on the outside, whereas only the outer bounds of the receiver can catch it. Or drop back, run this ball, right? Do a draw. There are multiple ways to secure points out of this situation, but you can't give life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness back to Green Bay. Football one on one. You line up empty and you line up empty at the eleven yard line. You know, <laughs> and they in pass defense. At matter of fact, <laughs> look at this point. I'm not blaming Dak Prescott, by the way, but he holds a share of the blame for this, as well as the wide receivers, as well as the tight end, as well as Kellen Moore. And excuse me, let's throw Big Mike McCarthy into this mix too. Run the ball, man. Stop being cute. Stop it. That's just what I'm saying here, Cowboy Nation. What did you and Babe think happened with the two interceptions? A lot of debate. Should Lamb have squared off his route more? Why were Lamb and Schultz so close together on the first one? The miscommunication that seemed to be there. What did you and Babe see? Well, the um, the one in the end zone with Schultz, I mean, I was in the uh, interview room after the game when Dak, said that uh, Schultz said he got bumped off his route, and then he did say that there was miscommunication twice uh, with Lamb, and it's that stuff happens so fast. Uh, and the replays, by the way, vary from stadium to stadium. So the ones we were getting last night were slower than usual. So we didn't even have time to really study those because you're on to the next play. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I think – I think that on one of them, certainly uh, the, the route could have been squared off more. And I, the, on, on the one, you can't have two receivers that close together in the end zone. That's not yes. how it's designed. So somebody somebody did something wrong. <laughs> you are- All right, before you go into that, here, here's, the tri- here's the real right here. That This play right here, let me show you this one. This is supposed to have been a dig route. Uh, he ran a post, right? So we we know that this play right here on 88, that's his, that's his deal right there. He, he kept running vertically, right, on a post, and he's supposed to run a dig. Some people that don't understand route concepts, they, they would never get that, right? And this is the other angle of it, right? He's wide open for the uh, first down right here. He just cut, never look up for the ball, and when you play in safety, pretty much you play in center field, you keeping your eyes in zone only on the quarterback. It's up to the receiver at the top of his route to cut, get in, and make sure. Make sure that he helps your quarterback. Remember, they say safety valve. But in the history book, the interception will only be on the quarterback. So that's Dak Prescott's fault. And that's just how it's going to go. They're not going to put an asterisk by that interception and say, hey, man, that was cost by C.D. Lamb. Okay, that's not football. Unfortunately, that's just how it goes, Cowboy Nation. And, and on this play right here, when you're squeezing off the LOS, you got five yards, right? So the opposition should bump, should knock you out the way. They're not going to give you a free pass. 
No, they're not. They're not. So those two things for Brad Sham to say, hey, uh, if, if we were to take away these two interceptions, then uh, the game maybe would have looked differently. Uh, I, I can say such. Yeah, I, I agree with him to a degree. The Cowboys went away from their philosophy and formula. The, what if I told you guys? The Green Bay Packers were 27 against the run. They had major injuries on their linebacker situation. Run the ball. We was running the ball with 5.1 yards per clip. None of the runs looked like it was set up to open up the pass. It was like a collect. Oh, that's what it was, a collection of plays. And I get it. The people that's angry and frustrated at me for saying this, I get it. I understand. But this is the truth. Sometimes vitamin don't taste good. Sometimes medicine don't taste good. But, baby, if you sit here long enough and then you get some of it, you will understand that I'm only speaking from passion. Don't call me, hey, man, law ain't a real fan because he's telling us the truth. No. This is the reality. Our overall assessment of Dak's game. Not good. I mean, which is kind of hard to say when uh – he, he, you know, Lamb had a career. That's one of the shames of the thing. You wasted a career day from Lamb and a career day from Pollard. But I mean, right. he, there was no rhythm. I cannot begin to explain to you why he, he was so off the first couple times. Right. I mean, the his first or second possession, uh, he just didn't look like he knew where he was throwing it, and or it was getting away from him, and it was. Uh, high and sailing, and uh, and then there were some other times when he really settled in and uh, really f- made some very nice throws. So you can't say it was horrible, but you certainly can't say it was good. Um, and and I thought it was just uneven all night long. They never really settled into a rhythm. And that's what I've been saying, man. That's what I've been saying. <sighs> When you make it about the quarterback, I, I want to have a conversation with you guys. When you make it about the quarterback, you get these type of things. You get these type of things. I want to get my quarterback in rhythm first. I want to establish the run first. The Green Bay Packers literally had the game plan that I wish the Cowboys had. Aaron Rodgers, I believe, hold on, let me look up because I normally have it at the top of my mind. Let me see, box score, let me see. He threw the ball for only 20 times, 20 times. He was 14 for 20, 14 for 20. The Cowboys were up. I I know it's going to go over so many people here. We were up 28 to 14. And the Cowboys, with the 14-point lead, threw the ball 22 times. That's more than the quarterback who threw the ball for 20 attempts, 14 for 20 attempts. It's going, Look, a lot of people will never understand what I'm talking about when I say this. Run the ball establish the run just because you're running doesn't mean that you establish the run 
they literally ripped out the game plan book of the Tampa Bay's game and said, okay, I for dog sure going to have my DBs in coverage. You can run all you want. And for those like, yeah, over time, the aficionados host us, that's what you're going to get. Especially even the football guys would acknowledge that. You, you dressed up like Lombardi. You think Lombardi is from heaven? He probably like, yeah, uh, aficionados, you know, <laughs> since he dressing like me, right? Since he giving me love and adulations, football guys, let's make it open for him, you know? <laughs> Come on, you know, where y'all, what y'all want me to do with this show is to say that the Cowboys only lost because of the pass interference that wasn't called. Y'all want me to say the Cowboys only lost. Because the aficionados picking and choosing when to call holding. That's what y'all want me to do today. But I'm not finna give it to you that way. Because if you look for the aficionados, that's what's going to happen. It's the equivalent to me driving around in the neighborhood and getting sweaty and start swerving and putting two heads on the steering wheel because the police is behind me. And then when the police pull me over and I say, ah, why are you pulling me over? Oh, it's because I'm a brother, huh? You know, no. No, stop all of that assuming. Officer pulled me over. Hey, thank you. How you doing, officer? What's going on? Hey, man, thank God you pulled me over, man. I, I, you remind me to put my seatbelt on. <laughs> you know? But when you start to just picking and probing and looking for things, you will find every excuse. Every excuse. You can literally. I heard, okay, I heard that the cliques was too short. I heard that it was too cold for a few players. I heard, look, all of these excuses for what? For what? Discipline. Play sound football. Do reasonable things. You know what? A good no excuse would be not going empty on the 11-yard line, throwing the ball into double traffic, regardless of whether or not Dak Prescott can see or not see. More chances and possibilities of this happening juxtaposed to you running the ball. Are, are we being a little bit too hard on an offense that put up almost 30? That's a fair question, uh, RJ. And, um, and I asked myself that. Uh, on the bus afterward, replaying it, and a little bit on the plane. I mean, okay, you scored 28 points, and that has to be enough. Mm -hmm. That really ought to be enough. Um, and so that would lead me to say then the answer to Sean's opening question would be uh, the run defense. I mean, you can't have – by the way, I dispute uh, with absolutely no grounds – <laughs> the statistic that was tweeted out that, uh, that that they had never ever lost a fourteen point lead in the fourth quarter. I just <laughs> I, I dispute that. I think it's wrong. A <laughs> hundred and ninety five games the Cowboys won when they was up by fourteen. Did anybody ever uh, look that stat up? on themselves, you know, for themselves or what have you, you know. Uh, that that would really, really made me mad, boy. It, it, it reminded me, and that, that stat could be off because the Cowboys, were, didn't we play against Mike McCarthy 
and we were up 28 to 3, or was it like something like that? We had to be up, and then the Green Bay with Matt Flynn came all the way back. <laughs> Who remember that game? You know, Cowboys were up 28 to something. Something with those 28s, man. Who remember that game? What year was it so I could look it up? We literally seen some stuff like this happen before, right? It got to be. Oh, <laughs> I got something that I will bring up in a few, but I appreciate y'all, man. Let me give a shout out to those who've been watching, man, so far. And shout out to the Facebook community. Uh, thank y'all so much, Eric. Uh, thank you, Facebook user Don Harris. Appreciate y'all, man. If I'm a little edgy today, I'm still cranky, man, about this loss, man. I can't stand the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Christopher Frazier, he says, uh, hey, law, poor effort yesterday in all phases of the game. The Packers beat up the front seven, and the offense played undisciplined football. Salute. I can't get mad at you for that, man. I can't. Christopher, I can't. And we share the same middle name, too. So, look, <clears throat> poor effort. It just seems as if, though, uh, we just were, we're not prepared. I, I think I got it right here. My guy, uh, Boss Cowboy, uh, re-quoted my guy, D.P. Johnson. You can't be a great coach when you refuse to play to the strength of your team in favor of imagination. How does this organization spend two weeks talking about needing help at wide receiver and you come out throwing the ball 40 times, 46 times to be exact, when we are playing up 14 points, Dak throwing should have only been on third downs Oh, look, look, that's what it should have been. Run, run, a third. Because I wanted what I want, and I get it. Like, we did get holes on some of those calls, right? I'm not saying that we should dismiss that. But what I'm saying is that you shouldn't even allow it, it to get to that point, right? But especially when we are eating on the ground, Kellen needs to go. Not only does he get happy, pass happy, but he wants to do it with a tempo so that he can hurry up and put the D back out there on the field. Mike McCarthy need go need to go ham on Kellen Moore doing the film to make it clear that this is running, this is a running first offense and a defensive-led team. Kellen needs to know to get behind that. I, I seen out there John Michelle, shout out to him, one of the uh, great beat, beat writers for the Cowboys. Parsons had 64 to 65 snaps or, or plays or what have you. Law of diminishing rates of return. This team is built to stop the rush on pass rushing, but they get chopped up and ate up. Why? Because we don't have outside of Parsons – Right, we don't have that linebacker that pursuit come down the field at that mic, and I'm definitely not trying to point out LVE, but damn it, I'm pointing out LVE scraping hook to flats. He's always going to be late filling the gap. He's always going to sit there and think about it. I get it, slow until you know, but LVE will not consistently be that linebacker to help. Against the run. It's just not. There's no tape that anybody can generate and present and say, hey, man, look at what this linebacker is doing, man. Look at how you get to the flat so quick. Look how I get it. The guy's on the edge. only person who's sealing and setting the edge is D-Law. 
And if I pull up, I don't even have to look up the, the tackle total. I guarantee you he's top three. And he's on the edge for crying out loud. But football, one-on-one, if you're going to throw it and you have multiple three and outs, if you're going to throw the ball four to six times, and if you're not generating the numbers and getting the first downs, and you're giving the ball back to the Packers, meaning that it will sustain your defense to be out there on the field long enough, how in the hell are you going to get mad at your defense for being out there on the field? We lost the time of possession. On the road, you should at least say, hey, my goal is to win that at least. And we couldn't even win that. You have another super chat, action power. No matter the call, Dak still pulled the trigger. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I do. I do feel you on that. And and that's just how it is. That's just exactly how it is with that. And, and I think I remember times when they have, but it doesn't matter. You can't lose that game when you, if you're a good team, when you have that kind of a lead. Oh, 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 oh let me go back. I know what I was going to say. He says, uh, how does this organization spend two weeks talking about we need help at wide receiver? And, and let me say this before I let the mighty Bradsham go. This team did more fighting and talking about Odell Beckham than they did to talk about Amari Cooper. The lobbying, the front office, gushing, key, key, kid. Now, if Odell Beckham be signed this week, I say, all right, cool. All right, cool. I'm not going to get mad at it. I would actually do a film analysis and all of that good stuff on it. But they didn't do that much fighting for Amari Cooper. Sometimes you have good stuff in your hand, and then you take it, ball it away, and throw it away, and then you realize, oh, I had good stuff already in your hand. This self-sabotage. Now we're six and three. We're far, far away from being below five hundred, by the way. We're not three and six. But the only reason why the, the pressure is building up on the Cowboys, Giants won, Minnesota won. Oh, and you know what? I'll be happy law. I'll get off of the angry law if Washington do what they do tonight. You know what I'm saying? If they can do what they do. Tonight and win the game, I, I I would be happy. Matter of fact, I would, I would be grinning. I say yes, help is on the way. But it's only two if Washington beat the Eagles because man, uh, you you can't do it. So that's a fair question. What else do you want the offense to do? And that's why I come down to I want the offense to not turn the ball over. Brad Sham here on the fan. If I told you this was going to be, if I told you on Friday this was going to be the Christian Watson game, you would have said what? Uh, I would not have been surprised. I said several times during the game last night, this quarterback created uh, Lazard. He created Valdez Scantling. Mm. I mean, Watson had a great career for a championship program at North Dakota State. He's got multiple program, uh, multiple championship rings. He do. And they drafted him in the second round. 
second round. All right, so. Shout out to Tom Downey, uh, Chat Sports. Uh, I think I got a tweet of his right here. He says, uh, <laughs> Tom Downey, appreciate him. Check him out on Chat Sports, uh, Cowboys Chat Sports. The Packers had no intentions or no interest in throwing the ball Trayvon Diggs' way. One target all game. You know, the art of war, right? Using strategy. If this was the role reverse, let's say, for example, Trayvon Diggs played for the Packers. I guarantee you my bottom dollar, <laughs> the Cowboys would have attempted to throw the ball his way, right? Let's continue to throw it at Trayvon Diggs. But the Packers had the philosophy and the mindset to say, hey, let sleeping dogs lie. Leave that dog alone. <laughs> you ever seen that big dog on the porch? If you're from the country like I am, you see the big dog on the porch. And, you know, you seen that sleep, sleep. Let that dog sleep. <coughs> don't go over there. And, don't, don't go go over there and mess with the dog. The dog, the dog minding his own business. He on his porch. Leave that dog alone. And then you get, you get somebody say, oh, man, that dog, he can't jump that gate. Nah, daddy, boo, boo, you know. And then you then you get inside the gate, get a little crazy. Mm-hmm. I had I had a dog like that. <laughs> you know, I had a dog like that. His name was Prince. He was a German Shepherd. And he would sit there on that porch. He'd sit there and say, uh-huh. Watch this fool. Watch this fool. Watch this garbage truck man come down. Garbage truck man, he comes down. You know, we stayed in the country, so he come down this big old hill. He gets out. To get the trash. And the German Shepherd's like this, okay, all right. All right. Then he look over there. Then one day he he spit at the dog. That German Shepherd, he said, all right, I got him. As soon as he turned his back, he was right on him. He was like, help, help, help. I said, you should have left that dog alone. Come back here, Prince. <laughs> Come back here. True story, by the way. Ask the twin maker, you know. I mean, leave that dog alone. He was sitting there minding his own business, and you're going to spit at him. And, and, and the Green Bay Packer, <laughs> Packers were right. They didn't spit at Trayvon Diggs, you know. They didn't even try to attempt. Now, they ran at him, though. <laughs> they ran at him. So we got the seesaw effect with the Cowboys. <laughs> Go back and look at this, man. Uh, and I think, I think, I think he, he tweeted something out like this. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah. Y'all got to go back and look at the patterns and see what y'all know in the run defense. They'll run it. They will literally run it at Diggs, but they won't throw it at them. And they'll pass it on the other side. <laughs> we'll pass it at Anthony Brown, and you bring out uh, Kelvin Joseph, we'll pass it at him too, you know. But we ain't going to run it that way, but we'll pass it, we'll pass it that way. <laughs> so we got the seesaw effect. And it could be that, D-Law is on that side where Anthony Brown is at and that, or Kevin Joseph. But, man, we need, to, we need to do some investigations on this, man, you know. We do. We, we, we can't catch a break with this. <laughs> and they, they got Poe Leighton Vanderesh. When he's chomping, he'll get there. 
but you ever seen Leighton Vanderesh hit him square? No, he's always parallel or try to catch him from behind to knock the tackle, to knock him down. And I'm not trying to pick a fight with Leighton, but I, I can tell you that if we can need any spot to be better at, will be that spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I dropped the f ball real heavy last night. Y'all, y'all go back and check it out. Cause one thing I can't stand is stupidity in games that we supposed to win, right? And if I, 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 I kid you not, I'm more hard and heavy on the things that I know for sure we should be successful at. The things that I know for sure that we we should be able to accomplish. To accomplish. I am. That's how I made it in this life. And the thing is, if you lack a daisy and you don't have passion about the things that you want out of life, life will roll you up, spit, chew you up, and spit you out. My best, my best, the best situation that ever happened to me was my track coach. I made varsity uh, and, and when I was in the seventh, seventh grade. Made varsity. And... Going to that program, catching the bus from the middle school over to the high school to run track there, my coach literally said, son, why you late? I said, he, he cussed me out so bad. I felt defeated. I wanted to go home and cry to mommy, right? But my mom had a rule that you never snitch. You never tell on anyone, right? Like that, especially your coaches and stuff like that. Brothers don't tell on each other, right? This is a whole long story. He cussed me out so bad about something of things that I didn't have control over. But over a period of time, me running and sticking to the race, those cuss out became lesser and lesser and lesser because he was also providing other things in my life that was beneficial that I still use today. Be on time. Right? Don't meet me there, beat me there. There are some principles that Coach Doc Woods bestowed upon me that I give back to you guys. It is. May, may Coach Woods rest in peace, by the way. I, I will get into more details of everything, but I don't have the time. But some of your best coachings out there, they going to cuss you out, boy. And that's what, ooh, Dalton Schultz, he shouldn't have been able to explain. That should have been the tight end coach, Ludo Wells or Lunda Wells or what have you, his name. He should have been cussing him out. Uh, the, the quarterback coach, the quarterback himself. I think that even the playmaker, he was on some TV show and said, hey, if I would have ran that route like that, Troy would have laid it to me. Right? And so he, I thought he was doing it with a guy who – Barely played, if he did last night, Toure, number 83. Uh, and they were doing it with Dobbs before he got hurt. He, he has this way of elevating everybody's game around one receiver who has a skill set. Now, the difference between what he's doing now and what he's done in the past is he always had a lead dog. He had a Devontae Adams. He had a Jordy Nelson. He always had some star Right. And he doesn't have that this time. You could say Sammy Watkins, but it, it's not Sammy Watkins. And so I'm not. I would have said, 
Razor Ramal, shout out to you. He said that Jalen Tober penalty was huge. How? They got the first down on the very next play. They got the first down on the very next play. Uh, I, I wouldn't hold that much. I wouldn't hold that much weight on Jalen Tober. And I, I get what you're saying. Like, hey, man, Jalen, man, what's going on? You know? And from what was told, that he said that the officials told him to move up. I don't care if the official told him to get on the other side. You look at the spot of the football, one-on-one, football one-on-one. You look at the LOS, you look at the spot of football, and get there. You're supposed to have seven on the line, right? If it's too many, you step off. That's one of the, that's one of the rudiments of football one-on-one. Seven, right? Eight will be illegal formation. Five will be illegal for me. Six will be illegal for me. So you got to make sure as the wide receiver that you get there. And if you see someone else there, you you look, you step back, and then you say, okay. The the, the wide receiver coach need to be in, in on him. The coaching staff, and they need to start utilizing the timeouts more when there's confusion. I pointed out uh, the Packers. In the third quarter, they burned one of their timeouts. I was doing the play-by-play. I said, yeah, they burned one, y'all. They burned one. And it was beneficial for them to burn their timeout because it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have the opportunity and not be prepared. Write that down. It's better to make sure you measure twice before you cut once. So that's what they did. And they end up getting the first down. Why? Because they burned the timeout. You got to start managing your time better, Mike McCarthy or Kelly Moore or even Dan Quinn. You got to start. Look, there's no excuses in this game. You're getting paid millions. And if you're looking for excuses, go play football or be a coach at a high school or middle school. But we, we, we are literally seeing these guys get paid millions of dollars. And we are seeing that people that coach Peewee, middle school, and high school that know how to make the small nuances as it relates to time and clock management better. If you're going to go for it, this is just me. I'm not, I hope you guys are not looking at me as if I'm complaining. I'm just explaining. If you know you're going to go for it on fourth down, Common sense would be, hey, it's third down, run, run a draw down, run a play. Let's make it fourth and short. That's just common sense. But you don't run the same play. You get a little, if you know you're going to go for it on fourth down, give me a little jazz on third down. Right? Call, burn the timeout. Make sure you get it right. You in four down territory. It's the simple stuff, man. Now we're six and three. It's not doom and gloom, baby. I'm just passionate. We're six and three. We can end up winning all of the rest of the games, but for dog sure, we don't win the rest of the games if we playing like we playing now. We don't. And I'm not finna be sitting here putting lipstick on a pig and I'm not finna be lying to you guys because I care about your feelings. I'm not. Uh, yeah, okay. That makes no and perfect sense to me if you told me that on Friday because that's what he's done before. What did you think about McCarthy's decision 
to go for it instead of the Maher 53-yarder? Um, Before he go, yeah, the win was kind of crazy. And if you're going to make it, like I said, if you're going to make it four-down territory, play for that fourth down. You figure out, wait, I'm trying to, the game, the name of the game, you got it in your bag. <laughs> they can't stop the run. <laughs> they, look, 5.1 5. times three is what? Can somebody put that down? How many yards that would be? And I get it. We were hosed on one of the other holding plays, right? And that was the holding play that they did call. There was a clear and obvious hold, though, by the way, by, uh, was it the center, Tyler Biotish or McGovern? Who was it? It was the center, right? The center, right? Tyler Biotis had that hole. <clears throat> yeah. 15, ooh, 15 yards, man. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Jordan Hollowman says, uh, is it James Washington on injury? Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, uh, McGovern with that hole. Okay, yeah. McGovern with the penalty was a big one. Yeah. And I saw he had his hands. He had his hands on the outside, and if he could have got it inside, maybe. But it was a good follow through as he knocked him down, or what have you. And of course, we can point out the other play, like Kelvin Joseph, the blind hit. Was it really legal or illegal? It was a legal hit, by the way. But those are the type of things we are getting. We we have to know and understand that anyhow, right? As the as a cowboy fan. We know we're going to get hoes. Just don't allow the opposition, the aficionados, to take control of it. And I know it's, it's crass for me to say that, but unfortunately, when they have first take undisputed three-ladder to four-ladder network, they ain't finna talk about that. They're going to make it about, hey, the quarterback blew this game. They blew a 14-point lead. They would literally say the Cowboys are an accident waiting to happen. Matter of fact, they're only going to talk about this much, this much of Josh Allen's performance, right, against the Minnesota Vikings. The expectations already is that Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, right? They are only going to gloss over. The Bills versus the Minnesota Vikings. And they only going to talk up on the Vikings because they play us next. That's just how it is. And as a diehard Cowboy fan, right, I truly believe if we were the ones that have Josh Allen, right, and the Bills were the ones that have Dak Prescott, it would still been the same situation. It would still be the same situation. They'd love to talk down on the Cowboys. So many those times we're talking about in overtime. Yeah, uh, yeah, th- I was fine with that. The ball was not traveling, especially at that end of the field. Uh, the uh, when Maher kicked off that way, the ball was saying, "I don't think Maher, Maher leads the league in touchbacks. I don't think he had a single touchback going in that direction." And there wasn't a lot of wind, but the ball was just happens this time of year. Happens in cold weather, and it was in the low thirties at that point. It was just hanging up, I, I, and I don't know that you would have made that, and if you missed it, you would actually be giving the ball up eight it, yards it, it, further upfield from where they did. So I was okay with that. Uh, some portion of the fan base is blaming the officiating. Your thoughts on Jalen Tolbert offsides, the McGovern hold, and Jair Alexander on CeeDee Lamb? 
Jair Alexander. Uh, before you go, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> Eric Mack, shout out to you, man. Uh, this loss is on the head coach and the OC. Uh, there's reasons more isn't a head coach. <laughs> yep. Uh, now nah, they left the run game. Yep. This defense need to shake up in the lineup. Yep. Here's my thing, and shout out to Dayron Bland. Uh, he, he had he had one of those games, right? Um, after the game, there was some information brought up by Schultz, I believe, about the clique size or what have you, and the players were slipping and sliding. If you look back at the first tub that Christian Watson was able to catch, we got our guy slipping over everything, Anthony Brown. And then we saw the other, we saw the other touchdown that my guy really couldn't Dayron Blank really couldn't get his feet up under him, and he got burned. Cleek sizes uh, uh, is a is a major thing now in the Cowboys land, and the the most bizarre thing to me, just to me, Cowboy Nation, is that Mike McCarthy and, and Tur- Turpin was slipping. Uh, shout out to you, Dante. Thank you. Mike McCarthy, from what I think I've I've read in the article, is that Mike McCarthy told them about the natural uh, grass that's on the stadium. It was good for the body, what have you, but the grass is a little bit more, the field is more slipperier. Now, two things I'm going to take away from this. If the coach told them about the clique size and the size that they need to have, get your bigger cliques or what have you, and the players refuse to do that, then that dis that that discipline. It goes back to the word discipline. Either the players really don't listen to what you say, right, or you don't enforce what you say. Those are the two things. Because I'll be dog if I tell someone to do something, and if they do it and they get away with it as a coach, I say, all right, cool. You know, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna sweat you on it. But damn it, if I tell you to do something and you refuse to listen to me, and you fall flat on your face, oh, oh, it's finna be, it's finna be a come to, come to Jesus moment, right? And that's how I rain down punishment in my family. Dad, can I get the tablet? No, I told you to do it. I told you to do this. I told you to do this, and you refuse. No tablet. But, I, nope, no tablet. Say something again, I'm gonna make it even longer, Right? <laughs> and that's just how it is. Discipline. And I guarantee you, my little one now, oh, shoot. <laughs> that, you know, daddy can't whoop them, you know, but I can show discipline. You know, you can't, can't whoop girls, you know. <laughs> if I had a little son, I'd maybe give him a whooping. But little girls, I don't want to do that. But when I put, when I lay down the law, she already know. Go to your room. She run faster than Prefontaine. She run faster than you say, but when I say, all right, go to your room. <laughs> That's just how it is. The Cowboys coaching staff, I don't believe that they have the ability to go to your room. No tablet for a week. No tablet for a day, right? They don't have that. And I know some people going to be laughing faster than Watson, right? <laughs> so if I told you, if I told you that you need bigger clicks, or longer clicks, what have you, whatever it may be, and you refuse and you gave up a touchdown, oh, okay, mm-hmm, that's how you feel. I will have you playing football <laughs> in Pelican Bay. 
<laughs> Let's go. Officiating uh, is almost never the reason that you lose. And those are probably all reasonable uh, objections. I know, I know I saw one long run of theirs, because uh, I did get a chance to see a replay, yeah. that set up one of their touchdowns where DeMarcus Lawrence got held so much worse than anything McGovern thought about doing on yeah. his hold yeah. that it was uh, objectionable. But those that's part of the game. Those things happen. And you just have to be, play at a level above what the officials can do to take you out of it. The officials, those, all of those are legitimate um, objections. The officials didn't have anything to do with two interceptions. And uh, the officials didn't have anything to do with uh, passes thrown high or uh, the lack of rhythm in the passing game. You have to overcome those because they're going to happen to both teams, and they probably did if, we were, if we're fair and go back and look at the whole tape. And, um, the, yeah, th those are all legit. The timing was bad. Uh, Tolbert, I, I, I heard it expressed that, he thought that she told him to go up closer to the line, move yourself up. So I'm sure he's confused, but that stuff happens. You have to overcome those. You have to play at a level above them. So, so wait, the, the, did he? Man. <clears throat> Jerry Jones' Halloween costume plays into a harmful stereotype, blind organizations say, but for the blind people or what have you, hey, this is no jade or shade at you guys. But what we got to understand that when we talking about football and we talking about subjective callings, right? Cause you can call holding on every play and you got your owner dressed up as is a ref, right? And when you talk about subjectives, not all refs think that this was a joke. Some may have. Some may say, ah, key, key, key. I'm an engineer. I'm a lawyer. I'm a judge, what have you. Uh, I just know he's just having fun. But some of those aficionados matter took it to heart. And it may not hit you, and I want you guys to write this down. It may not hit you last week or the week before that, but that one official who got a subjective mindset, sometimes they would give you the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes they won't. But they would for dog sure remember this. And if you don't think that Roger Goodell or some of those aficionados don't have an ax to grind, you must be out of your mind. So that's why you stay away from certain topics. Right? I stay away from certain topics. Because I know there will be repercussions. They ain't finna Kyrie me over here. You know, I'm already a brother with a beard toe. They will exile me cleanly, you know. And I know that if a third of the people can do that to him, shoot, what you think they would do to little old law nation? Right? So you got to, you got to play the game within the game. You got to be able to move smart in these streets, basically. You got to understand that not everybody is for you. And especially not all of the owners on the same page as you. And we going to get hoes. 
right? That's <laughs> just the bottom line. You might as well, if you think that you're not going to get holes in this game, shoot, <laughs> this, this won't be the last time. It's going to be magnified times 10 when we get to the playoffs. Uh, Spencer, appreciate you, JR12. Uh, what is frustrating is that no one ever learns from the mistake that they do game plan for a couple of weeks and then go back to the old ways. You're right, man. You know, you're so right with that. You know, it's difficult being a Cowboys fan <laughs> because nobody going to bring up the way we get hoes, catch, no catch. We could be right and then two years later say, you know what? You know what? You guys were right. But that's after the fact, right? Like they're going to hand us some consolation prize or something, man. Uh, Jay Diz, man, what's good with you, man? Jerry and coaching are always the issue. 26 years and counting. It's consistent. X-File music. Law, you're right. <laughs> you know, I ain't finna get too much into that stuff, but you. <laughs> Odell Beckham won't help stop the run. He would not. He, he wouldn't. Odell Beckham Jr. would not help stop against the run. Uh, but there are some wide receivers. If you throw it into proximity, that joker gonna put his body on the line to get that one. You know what I'm saying? He gonna he gonna shout out to Boss Cowboy Sports, man. Uh, this was the clip of Odell Beckham, and watch how he greet the ball. Watch how the ball is behind him. He gonna reach his heads around, and, and we don't know what Odell Beckham look like after. Oh, that's against Green Bay, by the way, Pelican Bay. You know, <laughs> but we don't know what he gonna look like after the second reconstruction of the uh, ACL. But I know one thing for sure, two things for certain, that he's going to come back and greet the ball. He ain't going to be showed up on on a situation. He's coming back toward the ball. I want uh, – shout out to my guy, Coach Bird. He always say attack the ball while it's in there. That ball is in there. Go for it. They got to shoot through your body. They got to fight to get it. And on top of that, you get the little bit of benefit of the doubt when you are a star-studded wide receiver, too. Watch how you greet that. You know, <laughs> you saw that safety over the top? He, he, hey, if he didn't come back and fight for that ball, that's an INT. That joker fought for that one. And I'm not saying that we don't have the ability to fight for the ball while it's in the air, but dog it, we don't have the ability to fight for the ball while it's in the air. <laughs> I, I was saying this dude across the middle before I send C.D. Lamb on certain plays, right? And even Michael Gallup, I like his temperaments. I love his tenacity. But at some point, we got to look at Michael Gallup. He's not going to be the guy to get multiple extreme separation, but he will come down with it. But Dak Prescott to Michael Gallup at this point, is it could be better, you know. But it is what it is. Uh, I want to see across the middle. That's an INT if he don't go dive for and go get that, you know. <laughs> a matter of fact, we play against Vikings next week, right? So this is going to be some of the coverages that the Vikings will present to us. Just fight for the ball when it's in the air, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. But I feel what you're saying. He ain't coming here. <laughs> he ain't. Unless, unless they just. He, the, the official, do we know that what the official said? They, they She did say. I don't know what. what. I know that it, that it was that some of his teammates said uh, in the locker room that she told him you got to get closer to the line. Brad, 
I I can't play it, but um, my guy, um, Jesse Holly, he had a, a, a video of uh, Jalen Tobert. I can't play the audio because it's broadcast view. Let me see if I can find Jesse Holly, man. Shout out to Jesse Holly, man. Don't y'all exile the man. You know, uh, he has some good points, valid points. And Jesse, let me see if I can pull up. Holly. Uh, yeah. He's somewhere around here. I thought I'd retweet. I think I got him right here. Hold on. Y'all bear with me. Hold on. Let me find my guy, Jesse. Jesse, here you go. I put an eye in his name, but I couldn't find it. He said that Tobert said he checked with the referee to see if he was good. The eye in the sky determined that that was a lie. I can't show that uh, video all the way. So, um... Somebody got some explaining to do. You liar! Because, according to Jesse, he said that uh, the ref told him to move up a little bit, and we looking at the we looking at that, and he never turned his head back inside. He never turned his head back inside. <laughs> so I can't play that because it's the broadcast view, and a lot of people a lot of people don't like the truth. You know, they they, they want the truth. You can't handle the truth. And then you know when people start speaking the truth, then they start tearing down the person's character. Then they start tearing down the person's uh, uh, image, likeness, and stuff like that. But the man was just telling the truth like, look, he never turned his head away and looked look down. So it's a rookie mistake. I'm not going to go back and forth with that because we end up getting the first down off the very next play. Is it a wasted snap? Yeah, it's a wasted play. But – you got to understand that when you have youth out there, those are the things that we call growing pains that you're going to receive. Uh, sports guru, nine, five refs have a job. Call the game the right way. <laughs> you know, me on the road, right? Driving, went down to Mississippi, from Mississippi, went to Natchez, Mississippi. Shout out to my hometown. Drove up 61, right? Went through Vicksburg to go back to Jackson. You know, had a great time with family to peel back around, to come all the way back. All the way back to the great state of Texas. And I was like, yes, Sports Guru 95. Nine five, and I liken the officials just like, just like the highway patrolmen, just like the sheriffs that's on the highway. And I'm looking at it like, man, some 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 spots I'm going a hundred, right? Some spots I'm hitting that thing going to eighty. If highway patrolmen and the sheriffs got one job to do: to serve and protect, right? monitor and make sure that the people, the good people, the good taxpaying citizens of these United States are safe and secure. But dog, if you one-on-one on the road, naked, ain't no cars around you, I think that, hell, if my car dash say 100, let me go 100, right? But they don't like that in Louisiana. No. They'll pull you over on 20 for going 5 miles over, for going 10 miles over. 
But the moment you get into that Texas line, right? You cross over to Texas. Have at it long. You can go as fast as you want. It's the exact same way with the officials. Some crews will call for any little play, and some crews will knick-knack you for any little marginal thing that you do wrong. And the Cowboys, I liken the Cowboys just like this. We are the cars that's in Louisiana. And for those who go through 20, you know, you can't speed through there because they be hiding under the bushes, hiding under the hill. Like, though, I didn't pay my hard-earned taxpayers' dollars for you to be in a lowdown to seek who's going fast. You need to be patrolling something. You know, highway patrolmen, you need to be on the highway and the byways. Don't be just looking for serving. You need to start protecting, you know. But I get what you're saying. The refs have one job. Call the game the right way. One job. I like the way the Texas Highway Patrolman, shout out to the Texas Highway Patrolman. I like how they handle the job, right? They see somebody going five or ten miles over, salute to you. Get to where you're going in your destination. Matter of fact, go faster. Go with the flow of the traffic. But the Louisiana, I've seen Louisiana State Highway Patrolman. Shout out to y'all as Louisiana. You know, I ain't got no ill will against y'all. But y'all, I've seen them pull over two cars at one time, you know. <laughs> He got behind him. You stay right there. Don't you move. I'm going to go get this other car. That's over That's over serving and protecting. You know? <laughs> Sometimes you can be doing too much. <laughs> we go fast here. Shout out to Cowboys Chat. You know, for those who are out there in Louisiana, man, I appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> Law, if you were white in Louisiana, you won't get pulled over B-13, nah. <laughs> I don't think they don't discriminate over there, Louis. They'll pull over anybody, man. <laughs> yeah, man, God, no. If you're not swerving, yeah, yeah, appreciate you. Yeah. Got to get that quota. See, they got to get that quota. <laughs> they doing their job. They got to get that quota. I see the. <laughs> Why can't we challenge flag? You can't challenge that. <laughs> you probably could challenge those. Uh, those those uh, tickets, if you get a high speed, you know, you're getting you five, ten miles over on them. You know, you could probably challenge that. But y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm in New Orleans. They don't pull over anyone. Uh, B-13, oh, you're in New Orleans? Jump on um, Highway 20, though. <laughs> Jump on Highway 20 and, and go five, ten miles over. think that the Achilles heel that could ultimately do them in is the run defense. Are the... Pieces on the roster to fix it. Let me rewind because I can get a full synopsis of what they're talking about. Hold on. Y'all bear with me. I think that the Achilles heel that could ultimately do them in is the run defense. Are the pieces on the roster to fix it? Um, I think I think they are. And by fix, you know, they're they're not gonna give up. 50 yards a game. That's not going to happen. Um, but I think they are are absolutely there to play better and have the offense play better at the same time. And by fix it, we mean able to win in spite of not being as good in that department as, as you would like. Um, I mean, it's going to take some work. Dalvin Cook will get the ball Sunday. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, and then Saquon <laughs> Barkley will. And then, I mean, <laughs> all these teams will watch the tape, 
and then it's up to them now to. Hold on. Um, who's a better runner, Davin Cook or uh, that dog on Aaron Jones? Who's a better runner? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I think Aaron Jones is a little bit better, though. How, how y'all feel, though, Aaron Jones or Davin Cook? But they both kind of run. Like, that dog on Aaron Jones, I said, man, he caught, he creased off into that edge. That's it. I said, that boy fast. That boy, that's it. That dog on dog fast. I said, shout out to you, Gina with the G, and shout out to you, Gina with the J. It's 50 50. Cook, no question. Cook, Aaron Jones, Cook, Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, Cook had a big run against the Bills the other day, too. So um, to make this, I'm not, I'm, Trust and believe I'm not picking on LVE or Clark or any of our other linebackers. We need help at linebacker. We can correct the interior. You know, we can correct that all day. They ain't running up the middle like that, right? And if they do, it's three, four yards, right? Um, But they creasing that edge, and then we got nobody outside of DeMarcus Lawrence that do a great job in contain. We don't. Uh, Brian Washington says Aaron Jones has always been with us. Yeah, uh, he been with he been with us on that stuff, man, since 2017, I believe, or something like that, or 2018. Here, here's my thoughts on Cook, though. I just hope that he still got <laughs> my guy Wilson in his mind. You know. <laughs> I just hope y'all remember Donovan Wilson laid him out. <laughs> so that's just what that's one thing that I hope for next week. But we got to get better linebacker play, baby. Linebackers, let me pull up this again. Let me make sure I'm right uh, with this. Demarcus Lawrence were your leading tackler last game. Wilson, Parsons, and then Van Der Esch with seven. With seven total tackles. That number should have been at least with 14, 15 for my linebackers. A piece. But I get it. They had Parsons dropping too far down in the, in the coverage in the hook area. They had him blitzing off of the edge. In this scheme out of Dan Quinn, they are running at Parsons. And I'm not saying that Parsons is not a good run stopper. Matter of fact, out of coming out of college, he had a higher run stopping grade than he had pass rushing grade, right? I believe that he can rally and chase. But at some point, we got to have an extra piece. What they call when you have two good linebackers, they call it a tandem. Do we have a linebacker tandem? Let me know, yes or no. Let me know. Uh huh. Parson Greg Berry, you are right. Parson can't do everything. And one of the things that I said, um, I said uh, coming into this season, I said one thing that I don't want to happen is you look at. Diggs, and you look at Parsons and say, that's all we need. I said, no, you build around that, right? You start putting things around those good guys, right? 
Let me know what Aaron Donald looked like by himself, right? Let me know what even Jalen Ramsey looked like. Now, they look terrible this season, right? They took away something. It took away Vaughn, right? <laughs> you know, so it, it is what it is. Sometimes you need tandems. You need pieces. Now, I'm not going to go to deep, deep details of this. I like what Sam Williams brings to the table. In my opinion, I think that Sam Williams sets the edge better than at this point. Basham, he still look kind of, we're going to do some film analysis on Basham when I get to full all 22. But for right now, Fowler. What's the other kid named Doris Armstrong? To me, just to little old me, Sam Williams already can set the edge just a little bit better, but he can't get the snaps. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Uh, Roquan Smith sounds really good right now, laughing out loud. Yeah, uh, what what did the what did the Ravens give up to give him to get him? <laughs> you know, yo. Parsons is in my I ain't gonna put that on uh, Parsons though. Eternal and uh, Keith, you're just doing too much, man. Maximize the things that you can do. Don't do too much. Some of this stuff is some of this stuff, and I have a feeling, Sean, that w- most of what we're okay. I glad. Thank you, Welcher. A second and a fifth. Of course, they got to pay him. Show of hands, who will be willing to give up a second, next year's second and a fifth right now? Hmm? Uh, can we go get Sue? I think Calvin uh, Hills, he, he said, yeah, let's go get Odell Beckham in Sue right now. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, not getting real quick. Yeah, he gone, fam. Yeah, he gone in past the deadline. No Jabril Cox, no Damone Clark. Why? Let me break this down. If future is what you're looking for, then you got to be willing to go through the growing pains. (laughs) There's no player that get good or better just by watching outside of a quarterback, right? Quarterback can sit back and watch, you know, and start making up these predeterminations of what they will do out there on the field. But in the most part of it, (laughs) you got to get out there and play. Can't make the club in the tub, as they say, huh? Sue and Odell won't help this team this year. This is from Jay. Nope. What What would help this team... On a, a faster accelerant or accelerations, I meant to say, would have been free agency. You develop in the draft, you pick up known commodities in the free agency, or if push comes to shove, you trade for said player, right? Those are your three options. Draft, free agency, right, when a person is out there on the street, or trade. Those are your three options. And the trade deadline is over with. And it's it's kind of like, hey, we're hearing that we got a sale, a clearance sale, right? Or we're hearing that this store is going out of business. They got things for 75% off, 50% off. If you don't make it there that first week, then you're picking through scraps. You got to put pieces together. 
And the Cowboys waited until after the trade deadline, right? So now you got nothing but scraps left, you know. And now if you wait too late in the free agency, yes, that's when the sale was a BOGO sale or what have you. Buy one, get one free. If you wait too late, the, the, the items get lesser. And then what you have to do as a person that got the ability, right, to cultivate things, they can look at something and say, yeah, that chair is missing a leg. But I know a carpenter, right? Or I got some skills that I can go to the wood shop and be like Mark Holmes and <laughs> build another leg on it and it'd be sturdy again, sand it down, staining it and all of that. But it'd never be the same value that it was when it had the four legs, right? But sometimes you can cultivate it a little bit for it to work. And nose flash, that's where we at right now, Cowboy Nation. We looking through the the aisles and we saying like, ain't nothing, man. Can you give Sue a call? <laughs> Can he help to stop the run? Maybe. But when they put weight on it, it may not. It, it, it's a hit and miss. It's a hope and a prayer. If the Cowboys are looking for a wide receiver now, they're not going to get the best brand of quality or product. They waited a little too late. But they got to deal with the scraps. The time to go get the wide receiver was months ago. During the offseason, bring them in. It's <laughs> 24-7. Appreciate you uh, for your support, man. I really appreciate you so much, man. And don't think that I was going off for you yesterday. I was just pissed off at everything, man. <laughs> Not you, though. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Brother Future Job. Jive us just a way to be cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The future jive is a way for us to be cheap, right? You know, we got to do a further evaluation because nothing is more valuable than something that you develop, right, that you can keep for cheap if you plan the salary cap game. That's just how it goes. Uh, when, you, when you go for cheap like that, shoot, you can come out. Uh, there was a show that I used to watch with my mom, man. Um, these guys used to go scavenge, pick up old items, and and um, re what do you, we call it refurbishing them. It was on it was on one of those reality shows. Two guys, man, it's a real good show, right? Sometimes you make out on it, sometimes you don't. What's the name of that show, y'all? Y'all let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all let me know. It's two guys. They'll go in. They'll be driving down the highway and they'll pull AGTV. No, it wasn't AG. It was two guys. Not Sanford and Son. That wasn't a reality show, but it was on one of those channels, man. And that's who we are, man. We drive down there. We look and say, okay. Pickers. Yeah. Was it Pickers, Daniel? That show go hard. American Pickers, that show go hard, man. I used to like that show. I watched with my mom, man, all day, man. That show in in um, Garage Wars, G Garage Warriors, or something, you know. And and that show, you like, you can pay one hundred and fifty dollars, and they start bidding on the garage, and they go into their garage, and they get to two thousand dollars. You know, they just go in there, and, and sometimes they they come out good, sometimes they don't. That's the Cowboys. Storage Wars. Yeah, appreciate you. That's a good show, too, man. It's a good show, man. <laughs> Them shows, man, is, is exactly what we do. <laughs> oh, buddy. It just hit me, boy. That's exactly what my Cowboys do. We go Storage Wars out there. 
you know, James Washington, he, he may be, you know. He just didn't have the right quarterback when he was in Pittsburgh Steelers. Y'all better watch out. Jimmy Johnson cuts Jalen Tobert this week and sent a message that the penalties will not be tolerated. Culture need to change, right, Mr. Fab? And and here here's why that will send a message, and I'm quite sure he probably would clear waivers. He will probably clear waivers. Let me pull up Jalen Tobert. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And I'm not I'm not raining on the man parade, you know what I'm saying, Jalen Tobert. And I move to here. Let's see. Yeah. This man got two targets, one reception, four receiving yards. He's our third round draft pick, you know. Passer rating when targeted fifty six point three. He got a long way to go. I'm quite sure that he will probably clear waivers, y'all. <laughs> you put him on the practice squad, and then you bring in another. You know what? I ain't going to mention that. I ain't going to mention T.J. Vasher, man. Uh, but I appreciate you, Mr. Fab. I did just mention T.J. Vasher. Uh, Paul says yesterday had a light playoff atmosphere, showed all the Cowboys flossed and showed flaws, showed that they were not ready. Still D.C. for life, yeah. Action Pals says, stop the cap. I know you're talking about James Washington. Who knows, man? <laughs> Hey, Action Power, you know. James Washington may be better than Jalen Tober, though, right? You know, if if we have James Washington, yes or no, Action Power? Is James Washington better than Jalen Tober? <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> you know, let me know. Oh, my gosh, man. 28 points should be enough to beat the Green Bay, you know, West Texas Cowboy. See, y'all think see, I needed that rest. That's what I needed. I was hungry, man. That's why I was mad. I was hungry watching this game on the road, coming off sticky. Needed a shower, talking about the play-by-play, you know. We're seeing with the kinds of runs mad. that are beating them are not so much a question of being overpowered at the line of scrimmage. Their technique and their what coaches call run fits, where you, where you play on a certain look and stay in your lane and do your job and don't try to chase the ball. Most of these things are fixable to a degree that you can win. Uh, you, but you can't you can't give up 200 yards a game. That's just not going to do it. A lot of Cowboy fans were tweeting and saying this morning, this is just who and what they are. The mm. Dallas Cowboys are allergic to prosperity. To that, you say what? That's the Stephen A. Smith line, boy. And, and that's why it's so hard, man. I was more so angry and upset at... If the game was just kind of like close the entire way, maybe we would understand it a little bit better. And if the Lions just didn't beat the doggone Green Bay, maybe we would appreciate, you know, uh, you know, I can't appreciate the loss, but maybe we would understand it better. 
but we had him right to dead. Uh, Robert Wilson says, soft is charming. Uh, yeah, you know, so. <sighs> allergic to prosperity. I'm going to say this, man, and I, I say this to poll you guys. Because I'm, 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 I'm very like this. I'm not like this, nor like this. And the moment he get me like this, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Now, I'll pose it. I'll pose a question. If you team Mike McCarthy, let me see MM in the chat. If you're not team Mike McCarthy, and this is just probably, you know, a hiccup, let me see NM in the chat. Let me see. Let me see. I, I really want to know if you team Mike McCarthy, and this was just a hiccup. You know, I, I'm getting I'm getting beat down on Twitter, not Twitter, but uh, Instagram, <laughs> and some parts of uh, Facebook because I was so pissed off about this loss. I I, I started making. <laughs> so y'all y'all still on ship? But cool, of course, of course, of course. Y'all say anybody, anybody, but Jason Garrett. Come on, you know, <laughs> come on, yep, yep, yep. Good, good, good. I, I was so mad at this right here before the game. Actually, I, I was like, come on, man. And um, I told y'all while I hate the Green Bay so bad, right? And I said, man, we want to beat them so bad that they changed Lombardi to the Landry Trophy, right? And maybe I maybe I was just overreacting. You know what I'm saying? Had a lot of people hit me up. Lord, he can he can represent Lombardi. You can dress like him. I said, this is not Holloway. This is football. I want him. It seems as if though he was more prepared for this outfit than he was prepared for for the game, right? It seems as if though they had the mindset that we want to show up Aaron Rodgers and I want to show the world that I'm right and everybody else is wrong. It seems to me that that was the angle of it and I really, 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 really didn't like after the game when Aaron Rodgers walked up to Mike McCarthy and said, man, I love you, man. I love you, man. You know, and then um, LaFleur he goes sweet, squeezing up to him and said, hey, man, I love you, man. You know, good game. Much respect to you. It was just too much love for me. And as a competitor, a person that like to compete, I'm, I'm like Bill Belichick after a loss. I'm like, you know, Bill Belichick relished the times when he get a chance to play against the Jets or the Browns or what have you. And he relished the times outside of the Super Bowl when he played against the Giants. Those are his former teams. I want to coach that look at this opportunity for me to rip open them for extracting and selling my name, right? I don't want to be all fanfare and lovey-dovey. No, I hate losing more than I love winning. But some people is going to go over their head and be like, nah, man. You know, was it Aaron Rodgers calling? Mike McCarthy, low IQ guy? And now he after the, uh, you know, yeah, it was Aaron Rodgers. Let me see him pull this up real quick. It was Aaron Rodgers. Let me pull this up. And now you said you love him. Yeah, I love you too. If I'm on a five-game losing spree, everything is in turmoil, right? 
and you come up with this powder puff schedule, get out the way. Boom. Aaron Rodgers frustrated with Mike McCarthy. Low football IQ. Multiple arguments. Let me see. Let me go to Twitter. Because I, I know this world exists. I know the Mandela effect ain't hitting me right now. Come on. Let me go right here. No, there's multiple argument, ar- articles out there. Multiple. Oh, that's too old. Yeah, I'm gone. We'll find an article. Call that man low IQ guy. And now you hugging and kick, kick, kick. Person got one, uh, one good time to call me low IQ guy. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm your coach. Shoot. Let me see if I can find this thing right here. We're looking up everywhere. I know his articles. I know it's about a couple of years ago. <laughs> no result. <laughs> the Illuminati didn't got a hold on him. Bam. Let me go right here. Yeah. 2019. Let's go. What happened in Green Bay? Call him low IQ guy. Went back and forth with the guy. Said the man don't know football. And now you embrace him. Now you want to hug him. Now you want to kiss him on his cheek. There's a whole article. I'm going to share that article with y'all. It's silly to me as a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Don't give me a backhand compliment. No. We enemies. I don't want to accept your apology. Um. Yeah, Rogers love McCarthy after he get fired. You know, <laughs> go back up. I I I'll, I'll find a full. I'll find a full article. Crap. <laughs> Do you have a player show tonight? Yes. As a matter of fact, it seemed like um, a good time to bring Cooper Rush back. Oh, why would you do? <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, I guess he does the uh, show tonight on Monday nights. Y'all check out uh, Brad Sham, and he will have uh, the uh, show of the year with Cooper Rush. I think it's at the uh, Star in Frisco. Nathan says, uh, good work, law. Defense was lost in the fourth quarter. Discipline is too much of the star can come sometimes hurt us, you know. Too much of the star can hurt us sometimes. Thoughts. Yeah, Nathan, I appreciate you for your support. Yeah, too much of it right there, man. Too much of it, man. Um, feels like Aaron need to win more than us. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I don't think that you can climb up out of there if Aaron Rodgers lost six games in a row and then they're, what, three and, what, three and seven opposed to being four and six. And there's no way you can – logically speak of we are passing the ball 22 times with a 14-point lead. <laughs> I like, like logically speaking, how can you even equate that? Uh, one for each finger, man, appreciate you. Guys, remember, each and every time we come back from the bye, we come out looking flat. Research it. Now watch we rip five straight wins. Uh, one for each finger. I'm, uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping uh, that that you are one million percent right, because 
I don't know if I had the Cowboys schedule up here. Let me see if I got it somewhere. Y'all bear with me. Um, I think I got this Cowboys schedule somewhere here. All right. Cowboys schedule. Where we at? Um, you said five straight, right? So we got the Vikings, Giants, Coats, Houston, Jacksonville. You damn right. Now one one for each finger. You know, I look at the schedule week to week, you know. If all right, all will be forgiven tonight. Washington win, right? And then, you know, we go on this little run. I get it right now. Minnesota Giants, you know, it's 50-50 with the Giants. I don't know what Saquon Barkley you're going to get. But if Minnesota's a tight game, let's say if this flip like 28-31 Cowboys win against Minnesota. And then we go and we got these three games in 12 days groove, right? From Minnesota to Giants to the Colts. That's three games in 12, right, right around 12 days, right? And then Houston, then Jacksonville. And you're right. That will, that will be pretty much – Seven and three, eight and three, nine and three, ten and three, eleven and three. One for each finger, you know. If that happened, man, I, I, and if this team don't show us no levels of hiccups, now here's the thing: Houston can run that ball, <laughs> and Jacksonville can run that ball with with those two boys there. And and the Giants and then Jonathan Jonathan can run too in, in the coach land, right? And they gonna all be geared up to play us. The good thing is we got three home games after the Minnesota Vikings game, right? Giants at home, Colts at home, Houston at home, right? So I mean, you, you <laughs> uh, Giovanni said those are not easy wins. My guy Brandon Ross says I was a little late to Dak. The law talk about Dak already, but we we why man? I and I already talked about him. Uh, the Giants are a problem now, right? Let's just go six and two, just make the playoffs. Now I remember before the season kicked off, my goal, my goal was the Cowboys. We just need to get to the playoffs, right? That's my number one goal. Because we haven't done this since 2006 and seven, right? And we have not done that between that time frame, between 95, 96 season, what have you, right? Going back-to-back playoffs. So what I'm saying is get to the playoffs. We made it to the playoffs. The next goal would be to win a freaking playoff game. I don't care who we play, right? Just win one playoff game. After that one win of a playoff game, win another one. Then after we win two playoff games, then we can start talking about Super Bowl. <laughs> Y'all peaked too early. Yeah. Here, here's my troops on this. I don't think we – look, look, look. I know you're giving me the business uh, I am awake, but I don't think we peaked yet. But tonight, this will be your first time playing a team that you already played, uh, and I think you are an Eagles fan, right? Uh, I am awake. Let me know because I, I could be off. But this will be the first time you guys play a team that you already played again. So 
we'll see how that looks. Now, if y'all blow out, I think y'all, you guys, the Eagles are favored by 10 and a half. We'll see. We'll see. Cowboys were favored by 10 and a half in this Packers game. We saw what we did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Start peaking now. I, I want us to peak at the middle part of November, slide that momentum and that, that deal in to the uh, December month or what have you, all the way through um, all the way through um, January. Think about it. When the Rams last year, they was on three-game losing skid, right? And they was in the Super Bowl. The Bengals, what was the Bengals' record last year? Nine and what? Seven, six, nine and eight? So what was the Bengals' record last season? Let me see. ESPN. Let's go. Bam. And let's go Super Bowl. Um, bingo. What were they record last year? Y'all put it. Y'all posted down below. And what were they record? Let's go. Uh, why do y'all have a record here? Y'all help me out. What was the record? It was ten and seven. Yeah. So it's all about getting hot at the right moment, man. Uh, just get hot, baby. How many games the Bengals won last year? Y'all post that down below. Before they made it to the playoff, by the way. Ten and seven. Appreciate you, Jenkins. So. So let me see how many games you got, how many more L's you guys see the Cowboys having right now on this schedule while I uh, attempt to get rid of this um, this deal off of here. Y'all let me know while I play that too. No. You want to really? start a fire in the cold? Is that why? What are you doing? Well, what do you think that I you think that I uh, did it on the plane last night? Let's see if we can get Cooper Rush. We've had it set up for two weeks. He was trending okay, yesterday. Was. Of course, Sean Payton was trending yesterday. Uh, you- yeah, yeah. The, you know what? The, this every time, every time you say to me, the fan base says, mm. uh, just a little part of me just crinkles and tightens. I mean, the fan base doesn't know what it's looking at or talking about, well. and. So they were ten and six last year, right? Now I thought they had uh okay, I could be off. I thought they had seventeen games last year, but it was sixteen games last year, right? So uh okay, we'll figure it out, man, down the line. Whatever weird math we have. So there was ten and six last year. And I understand everybody's upset because they lost the game. Nobody was upset when they were six and two. Okay? Nobody was upset. They were upset, though. To this extent, after they beat the Bears or beat Detroit. and so, Brad, I love you, man. I love you, dog. I love you, Brad. But there should be no parade of us beating Chicago and, and the Lions. You know, it goes deeper. And I get it. We look at records and everything. But it goes deeper against Green Bay. Chicago and the Lions, they, they never gave us fits. Green Bay did. Come on, come on. Let me rewind what Brad has said. And and people were still angry when we when we were six and two. By the way, I can't put the lipstick on this one, Brad. I'm trying, trying real hard. 
Okay, nobody was upset uh, to this extent after they beat the Bears or beat Detroit, and so now they lost the game. Well, you lose games. If I told you before the year, they're going to be 12-5 and five again. Most of this super-educated fan base would have said, oh, I don't think they're good enough for 12-5. and five. Well, they could still be 12-5. and five. I don't know what they'll be. I'm not saying they will be. Right. But so far, I think they've lost three. They're six and three, and there's half a season. There's half a season to play. Just to quote the great Aaron Rodgers, just relax. Let them let them do their jobs and see if we can, see if they can figure it out. Don't be telling me uh, all you expert coaches uh, with Twitter accounts. As long as Elon lets you have one. Uh, <laughs> hey, are you paying for the blue check mark or what? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, real, real talk. I got to put this out there. I got the blue check mark, and here's how I got it. Twitter blue. <laughs> All right, before y'all shake me with the butter knife, before y'all shake me with the butter knife, the reason why I had it, because I already had the Twitter blue before they gave the check mark. On top of that, when I upload videos to my Twitter platform, that's the only way you can upload videos for more than two minutes. I used to uh, upload, uh, upload the film analysis on there. But next month, it's more of a pain to have this check mark on there. Hold on. It's more of a pain to have this check mark on there because you're looking like, you know, you know, you made a G today, but you made it in the sleazy way. So I'm going to let y'all know. That I ain't no cap. I ain't, I'm no no cap law. <laughs> no cap law, man. I ain't out here capping, so y'all already know my stance with this. Validation is only good for parking, and I refuse for y'all to beat me up over this blue little check mark. It's coming off next month, though, by the way, because every time I post something, hey, man, law out here uh, slagging the blue check marks over here, you know? <laughs> I said no. And then they upped the price with it. Last year, Twitter Blue was the it was the the best thing ever for me because I'm always this is what the benefits of Twitter Blue. I said Twitter Blue. No cap now, no cap. This was the uh information. Twitter Blue allows you to send out a tweet before they give you the blue check mark. Like give me the give me the benefits without the blue check mark. I, I want if somebody wanna validate me, validate me the other way, but don't, don't say the law paid for validation. It allows you to read articles without commercials. Hear me out. It allows you to read articles without commercials, first dip to articles, as well as upload content for more than up to 10 minutes. And on top of that, you can edit your tweets. That's the perks of it. So Elon Musk, when he purchased Twitter, he changed everything. He got now that anybody can go purchase that little blue check mark and put it by their name, even if they're like one of those fake accounts, right? And it's it's messing up everything. It's messing up the algorithm. You don't know who's real, who's fake. Even it messes me up. I got the blue check mark there, and it's just crazy. Uh, but it is what it is. Shout out to everyone who understand. But next month, you know, your boy, I'm, I'm going to say, look, man, there's no more going to be uploading of content on Twitter for more than 
for more than uh, five, five to six minutes because that's the only way you can upload if you pay for it. And last year, it worked good for the pocket line. I ain't going to even lie to y'all. But now it's like a shame. It's literally, you got that blue check mark on and somebody paid for it. It's literally. Shame. It's a shame. Shame. Oh, my gosh. Shame. You made a G today, but you made it in the sleazy way. So so now it's like, dog, you paid for it? Dog. Yeah, I paid for it if I want it, if I want it. But y'all get what I'm saying. Uh, shout out to y'all, Elon Musk. But Elon, dog, whatever your name is, dog, hook a brother up in one of those billion packs, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. <clears throat> and on top of that, let me see what y'all say, because I know y'all trying to shank me with that butter knife. Shame. 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 James says, I say if we go 11 and 5 or 10 and 6, make the wild card game. <sighs> Here's my true and honest reservation. And I had this reservation even with Jason Garrett. Uh, just like my guy who uh, submitted the, the support. Just like my guy who submitted the, the support and said, hey, we was it one for each finger? Said we normally come off the buy slow. So I'm team wild card. I don't want us to have this type of game whereas we get a first round buy in the playoffs because they only give one, right? This the way they restructured the playoff seating. I don't want that buy. If we're going to look like what we looked like last yesterday, I, I want us to go in humbled, right? We go in humbled. We we fight. We earn that spot to get to there, whatever, the wild card. Now, I know people say, no, you earn your spot to have that buy too. No, I want us to go in fighting <laughs> and use momentum <laughs> and continue to win out of there. I want us to go to the hardest way, right? The hardest way to win the Super Bowl, I want us to go that route. I think that that's the best way. I think that that's what happened in 2007. The hard way, the Giants went the hard way. They fought, fought, won their wild card game, played us, beat us, and then they won another game, went to the Super Bowl. The Patriots were undefeated, I believe, that year, or 07, whatever it was, or was it 2011? One of those years, well, they, they beat the Patriots. They were just on it. Humble and hungry, right? Garnett Lee says the ref got us, but we got to learn how to play the ref's game, man. We got to beat them, just like Louisiana State Highway State Police or Highway Patrolman. We got to figure out how to do that. Nick uh, says over 500 people and under 200 likes, man. <laughs> Shame. Shame. The Giants beat 13 Pro Bowlers. Squad team. Yeah, they did do that. Patrick Creighton drop law, Drew P. That drop was in the third quarter, though. That drop was in the third quarter, and we just seen what happened. The Cowboys were just up in the fourth quarter by two tubs. They didn't use no excuses to beat us yesterday. <laughs> we need to bounce back, man. But I feel what you're saying, Drew. But go back and watch that game. We had plenty of times to recoup or recover from that drop, by the way. 
Uh, that's why I, that's why I refuse to use these excuses, though. You know, um, I wish I wish that the Green Bay Packers were saying, "Hey, man, the Cowboys up by fourteen. It's the fourth quarter, man. Nothing we can do. Let's just let's just mail it on in." You know, <laughs> uh, and if the Cowboys, Dan Quinn, let me pick on him just a little bit. Just can I pick on Dan Quinn just a little bit? I ain't gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Dan. Get Dan Quinn alone. Big Gabe James tomorrow. We're gonna talk about that. Coaching mile practice. Yep. Yep. Um, that's the end of that. Let me clear this out and share this with you guys. Please be sure to check out 105.3 The Fan. How long I've been live, Cowboy Nation? Y'all let me know. How long I've been live, and uh, they'll determine whether or not we pick up the phone so I can have y'all talk quickly about these Cowboys and we can get out of here. Yep. 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 Well, da, 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 da. I got to set up some things right here. Why this thing is looking like that? There we go. Bear with me. Uh, you know, some big plays with his speed uh, after a tough start. And, you know, you just have to uh, give the Packers the credit. Obviously, a tough place to play, Lambeau. And, uh, you know, we, we've got to play better. I mean, usually, uh, you know, looking at how we played this year uh, defensively, uh, you feel pretty good about it going into the fourth quarter. But, uh, you know, that's a, uh, at the end of the day, you're going against Aaron Rodgers and a very uh, – Difficult place to play, and we didn't get the job done. And you did speak about how well y'all play at pass defense, and that has kind of been one of the big keys of how limited your run defense has been or, or seemed in a lot of occasions. And they, they were committed yesterday. The, the Bears were committed to the run. That's happened two weeks now. What's the discussion like with Dan Quinn on you know the adjustments or whatever needs to be done to fix the run defense at this point? Well, we have complete confidence in Dan Quinn. I know he's going to continue to grind on it. And uh, uh, certainly we can be better. We have to be better. I mean, uh, obviously that's the way teams are going to attack us. Uh, how many times do you ever see an Aaron Rodgers game where he throws at 20 and the, and they run at 40? Uh, probably not very often. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we're probably going to keep seeing that. And I know Dan, uh, you know, he's, he's the best of the best. And uh, I know he'll uh, keep going back to the drawing board with our players. We've got a great group of guys. Uh, who've got the uh, who've got a great mentality, a great a great play temperament, and uh, I know this team uh, uh, certainly uh, is uh, overall that way as well. And uh, know that we'll respond to this, and that was a very tough loss uh, uh, for everybody, but uh, we just didn't get the job done. You have to give the Packers the credit. Who? Are y'all giving Packers the credit? I, I want to know, are you giving the Packers the credit? This is from John Stephen Jones' mouth. Did they more so won the game or did we more so lost the game? Y'all, I need to know, man. Y'all, you think that this therapy session is for you? No, it's for me. Y'all helping me out right now. I'm on the couch right now. You know, I'm mad. Y'all need to help me out. Help me out. Help me. I'm, I'm asking for help. I'm begging you guys for help right now. 
Y'all saw how angry I am. I'm in angry management over here. My therapist said, count to 10, law. I've been doing a good job so far all of these years. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. We lost. Yeah. Refs get credit. We helped them. <laughs> we blew the game. We gave the game away. Woosa, man. I've been trying to say Woosa, you know. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm in a therapy session, man, you know. <laughs> Give credit to the refs, man. Let me. <laughs> Shout out to you, Sadiqa. Let me. How much credit this man going to give them? The uh, Mike McCarthy was visibly very emotional uh, right at the end of the game in overtime. And then even afterwards during his press conference, he threw his headset down on, you know, down and everything. A, have you seen McCarthy that emotional so far since he's been the coach of this team? And B, are those cheap headsets? I threw my headsets down, and I think that my salary and Mike McCarthy's salary is far from uh, east to the west, you know. But I would tell you this. You can't get mad at nobody but yourself. I think that the Cowboys need to hire. There's no salary cap as consultants. There's no salary cap as that. But every game. We need to hire because we don't have nobody on the team or in the locker room, in my opinion, from the outside looking in, even Mike McCarthy. We need to hire Eric Thomas, you know, shout out to the Thomases, to, to just give that motivational speech before the game, after the game, and in between the game. We need to just hire him. Yeah, have you ever heard of him? A motivational speaker. Just bring him in there to speak to these boys, to prepare their minds, to get themselves together for these type of games. Because we'd be looking so flat <laughs> in these games. We just look so flat, man. We look defeated and deflated after a loss. Everybody got their heads. You know, shout out to my guy Chisel Adondas, man. Uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful uh, YouTuber. And we all... Is about to get on the L train. You know, you, you check out his content, man. You know, he 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 be talking about pick your head up, you know, and keep your MNF and head down, you know. <laughs> Y'all check out Chisel Adonis, man. He's my boy, you know, but even though he's a a, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. <laughs> but we tend to beat ourselves, man. You know, <laughs> man. Let me play the rest of this, and then we we get things going. Hold on. Well, uh, first of all, <laughs> hard to, hard to get a good laugh out of anybody today. But yep. uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, that game obviously was important to Mike. He, he wasn't going to kid anyone uh, uh, last week. Uh, every player on our team knew how important it was. And, you know, you go back home to a place where you just had. Uh, I think unparalleled, I think maybe one coach in the history of the Packers may have had a couple more wins. But, uh, you know, that was an important game. And, you know, especially when you look at how we set it up, uh, you know, after them getting the lead, having a great job in the first half, and coming back with two touchdowns in the third quarter. And, you know, you just really feel like, uh, you know, the way our team's played this year, we've been closing those games out. But That's why. Now, I'm trying to rationalize this. 
Leave your emotions at the door, right? It's an important game. Yeah, I used to play there, blah, blah, blah. I used to coach there. Leave that stuff at the door. We don't care about this. We don't, as Cowboys fans, we didn't care about his feelings about this game. And I know it sounds crass, and I know you guys hate me for this moment, right? That's why we pay you millions. And if this was an important game that you emotionally not in tune with the game and you're not focused, then you need to go back there. Right? That's just my thoughts, man. Not as an analyst, not as not as a, a, a as as a guy that's getting paid millions of dollars to talk to you guys. As a, as a person, just a ra- random person on the street talking to you guys about this. It's like you 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 done married your wife. You know you mean well, of course she's your wife. You with your wife, and then your your old Swedes come through the door, and you were dating her for ten to fifteen years. What you gonna get nervous? No, you're gonna like, you know, I made I made the best decision over here. I got this dime over here, you know. <laughs> you know, you're gonna you gonna make sure when she look over there, oh shoot, she missing out. Right? You don't get all nervous and spilling your drink over there at the restaurant, you know, get the stuttering and, and, and just order the wrong menu, get out of yourself. No. You show your best. If anything, you present the best tape, the best footage, the best coaching, the best thought track. If you know you're going for it on fourth down, right? Run it on third, baby. Run that thing. You don't, you don't play panic ball, right? You fix this, man. Hey, I'm going for it. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show up. My ex over there. Drinks on me at the bar, right? And the car declined. Come on, baby. What are you trying to do? Are you dead insecure with the new lady you're with? Come on, man. I don't have the footage because I don't feel like scraping it up and repurposing it here. But Aaron Rodgers said he had a long conversation with Mike McCarthy before the game. That's. You don't think that he. You don't think that he used some of that conversation? Mike, talk to the man after the game, not before the game. That's what I would have done. I wouldn't even. I would, he should have. Mike McCarthy should have flew in there. He shouldn't have been going around shaking and hugging everybody head, key key key, and kissing it up because it's kind of like him rubbing on him a little bit. You know, hey man, my team's six and two, man. Where your team at? Three and six, right? Or three and whatever, three and six. Uh uh-uh. uh. You take care of business, man. You go in there. You sit and stick stick to yourself. And you make sure that they remember that they playing the Cowboys. You match physicality. You bring everything to the table. You pull out your best game, not your worst game. 
But drinks at the bar, man, on me, man. I see Kamika come through the door, man. I want to make sure that she know I'm balling. Uh, sir, what's going on? Sir, what's going on? Your card, uh, <clears throat> sir, your card declined. <laughs> your card declined. Wait a minute. I'm Mike McCarthy, man. <laughs> you tried to impress too many, you know. Stick to your philosophy, man. Stick to your formula, man. Show what the Green Bay Packers been missing, you know. You could have rubbed it in real good with them. <laughs> but credit to them. Come on, man. How you going to do the credit to them? But uh, as I said, you're going against Aaron Rodgers, and certainly somebody might, uh, you know, you can tell, uh, you know, with their interactions before the game, they have, they have most respect for one another. But, uh uh, you know, he did it to us again. and uh, he, he did. Mike McCarthy shanked us with the knife again. <laughs> I'm still getting mad. It's a day later. You know, over 24 hours, I'm still mad. <laughs> shanked us with the knife, man. I think that there's a room, there's a house somewhere. I ain't going to name the place, but I got multiple holes in the wall when we was up 28 points. And my guy, Tony Romo, boy, I thought for sure we was going to win that game. And then all of a sudden, Matt Flett. You ever trim some hedges before and you got them things that go like this? Matt Flett snipped us that year. And y'all thought I was angry yesterday. Ooh, woo. I was younger, had more energy, and boy, that tore up a hole in somebody's house, man. And then 2014, thank God I wasn't on YouTube. Dez caught that ball. And that same pacely face, Aaron Rodgers looking like to catch a predator with that snarkily grin with one leg. One leg. Aaron Rodgers did it to us again. And the year 2016, the Dallas Cowboys versus Green Bay. We won that game. I thought we won the Super Bowl against those Green Bay Packers. I was so crunk and happy about it. Just for us to see them in the playoffs. And they won when it mattered the most. Y'all just don't know. I hate Green Bay more than I hate the Giants, the Washington team, and the Eagles combined at this point. And we had the game right there. And stupidity from coaching staff and that same coach, Mike McCarthy, got it away. Hey, I'm just going to put this on Mike McCarthy because he's, he's the common denominator. <laughs> he's the common denominator. <laughs> Whether he's on this side or the other side. Come on, man. You got to give him credit. Now he said credit too many Brown times. Brown had to leave the game with a concussion. I, I, and we see that a lot across sports i'm hoping that you can walk everybody through like what exactly goes through 
the concussion protocol after the game to get him back onto the field in ensuing weeks? Well, first of all, I think the league continues to get better. Uh, you know, you like to hope that players self-report, but I think we're even doing a better job now of looking at players that might, uh, you know, want to work through it and uh, do the old-fashioned, hey, I just got my bell rung, I'm fine. Uh, but I think our uh, our guys up top do a good job of, of looking for that. And, you know, once uh, you determine that they have a concussion, then he'll be examined thoroughly today. Uh, if he's symptomatic, then uh, – you know, you, you continue to stay, you, you know, you continue to go through that protocol, that pathway. If he's not, uh, then you want him to obviously put days together that he's not symptomatic. And, you know, we have a very thorough protocol as to how that will go. And certainly players play after they've had a concussion on Sundays, and certainly there's players that don't play, uh, you know, for a week or two weeks or even longer. So uh, that's part of our protocol. I think we continue to look for ways to get better in it. But uh, I think we're uh, right now uh, doing a solid job, but uh, uh, you can always be better at things like that when you're wanting to protect your players. I know it's really tough to say the day after the game. I was curious, is there any thought or insight as to Mm. Sam Williams and how he's going to be looking health-wise going forward? What happened to Sam? Well, I mean, he played yesterday and played well. I, I don't know what you're referring to, in case right. unless I missed something. He's certainly uh, not on our injury report. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought. I thought. Yeah, I thought he dropped out from some plays where I would have normally thought he was in the game. So that's good to hear. No, he's uh, he he played fine. We obviously had bash him up. Man, what the world? You know, Sam Williams only get about a spoonful of snaps and reps a game. So the question kind of was a waste of question there. I ain't, I ain't gonna talk about the man, but uh, he finna talk about Basham. I played, a, you know, uh, quite a few pass rushers. Played Michael Moore at linebacker, and um, but uh, no, Sam was was in there. Obviously, made big big sack yeah. for us, and, and played well for us. He did miss the week before, but uh, he's recovered and feels good, and is 100 percent ready to go, or as 100 percent as you can be in this league. And, uh, certainly, uh, uh, he's not on any type of report as far as uh, I know, unless I've missed something. Awesome. Great to hear there. The, really you did talk that. about Micah and playing more linebacker and just seemed like, and we're used to it, we're spoiled, uh, Stephen, at this point by seeing every week that Micah has a huge impact on the game, and it didn't feel like he quite had that kind of impact. Was was it because Barr was out and that was kind of the reason? What, what are we looking at with, with Micah there? You know, I think that the, the greatness of Mike, and I, you know, I don't disagree, but uh, maybe not uh, felt him as much. But uh, you know, that can happen. I mean, obviously, when the other team breaks a huddle, they're they're looking to find him. But one of the things Dan's been great at is moving him around, and uh, certainly bringing pressure not only from a typical uh, end position, but uh, through blitzes and games and and things of that nature. But uh, you know, it was one of those games where uh, uh, they did a good job uh, with him and. Uh, you know, as you said, they, they didn't throw it many times. They threw it 11 yeah. times, and I think Mike had seven or eight tackles. So, you know, as you said, everybody's expecting the 20. explosive play where he either they threw it 20 a major times. sack or uh, a major uh, strip or, or that type of thing. But, uh, you know, for whatever the reason, that happens in the NFL where even uh, great players don't uh, get their opportunity to make an explosive play. But, uh you know, like I said, I think he was either second or third on the team in tackles and, you know, had some pressures. But, uh, uh, you know, I like you. I mean, you just didn't 
feel that explosive play, which he seems, which is unbelievable, seems to do almost every game. You know what? It just just hit me. Um, there was a picture out there of Parsons one on one with C.D. Lamb, right? And then Parsons also, you know, one on one with with another person. I think it was Diggs or something. They were just uh, lined up against each other. Maybe that foreshadowed that Parsons was going to only do a lot of coverage plays in this game, uh, this past game. I, I just want them to utilize Parson the best way possible. And I'm team move Parson around a lot, but you might have to shake it up a little bit more because what they're doing is they saying, okay, wherever Parson is lined up, shift, let's run right at him. And it's beneficial to them, especially when Parson is lined up on the opposite side of D-Law. And because D-Law normally shed, gets in there, hold the contain or get off, uh, set the edge, and Parson runs, rally, and hit. But on the other side, we're not seeing that going. And I'm not shooting any shade at my guy Diggs or any of the other guys. It's a big drop-off on how they pursue and tackle. Uh, Normally, uh, Anthony Brown, he's not a sure tackler, but he got out in this game. And Kevin Joseph... He looked like a hatch bird out there, you know, just just so fresh. I would like to see if this is a situation, Cowboy Nation, for Kelvin Joseph to have in his mind that he will be the outside corner or inside corner, whatever it be, for the full week to see what he can do. But not just, hey, hey, get out there and make it happen. And I'm not I'm not giving him a pathway for some people just think that I'm oh Lord, you love Kevin Joseph. No, I'm just saying that I need to see a full full game. Whereas he prepared to know that he's gonna start and he gotta cover Adam Thielen all day, right? Don't put him on Justin Jefferson right now, though. Don't put him on, uh, let let my guy let my guy do that. You know. Let me just do this. Uh we got uh 2.32. Let's hurry up. Let's hurry up with the show. Appreciate y'all. I can listen to... Call my phone. Hit my line. Only ones who down for me. Down for me. <laughs> said a hatchbird. You look, you look fresh out there. Keep it super thumb out. Oh my gosh, man. Call my phone. Hit my line. Only ones who down for me. There are three participants in the conference. Please announce yourself. Keep it super thumb out. Oh, what's good with you? Talk to me from the two hundred five, Uncle Charles. Let me let me let me say this. And uh, I didn't get on the show yesterday. I'm gonna make this very quick. I didn't get on the show yesterday, uh, my brothers and sisters, because I was I was too upset. Right, right, right. And they said when, when you upset it, you don't get in a car and drive. You don't do it. Right, right. You don't do that. You, you, <laughs> I secluded. I secluded myself in a room, mm-hmm. and I I kept quiet. Mm-hmm. Because uh, right now I'm not Uncle Charles anymore. I am a uh, I am a connoisseur. I'm a vampire knife, and I'm looking for anybody neck I can bite on. And trust me, I'm drinking nothing but blood this time. I'm, I'm, I'm a, the hell with you surviving. I need to survive. Uh-huh. Let me just say this, man. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Every time Dak Prescott throws for almost fifty passes, we lose. I don't want to hear this damn talk that, I don't want to hear this damn talk that, okay, I, 
you know what? I let me just stop right there. Let me mm -hmm. stop right there. I talk to West Coast Cowboy. Get it off He's your chest. Get it off your chest. Oh, go ahead, man. I get it off my chest, man. Cause my drawers falling down. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I talk to West Coast Cowboy. Mm -hmm. Great young brother. I mm -hmm. love him. He he's he's in the scene. He owns the scene, and he won't be denied. I guarantee you that. Mm -hmm. Let me say this. He said, I quote, that that brought, uh, kept us in, in the game with 21 points. I wouldn't give a damn, and this is my perception, mm -hmm. I wouldn't give a damn if he throw, I wouldn't give a damn if he had 35 points. Those two interceptions overrule all that. The result is at the end of the game. Yeah. We lost. Yeah. And we lost because we reverted back to what we reverted back to, which is, we love the big touchdowns, and we love going along, and we love all this shit. It's an illusion. Mm -hmm. And every time you get an illusion, illusion is meaning it's not true. There's mm -hmm. something that you see that's not real. And what we see is that them reverting back to the same thing they've been doing. He had no business throwing 46 times. No business. Yeah. Buffalo lost the same way. Why? Because Minnesota decided to run the ball. And Buffalo lost. Why? Because they wouldn't run it. Mm. And they could have beat the game. I am sick and tired of it. Mm. I am sick and tired of it. You know, I'm tired of seeing people. And I got to say this, Lord. I got to say this. I got to say this. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Jeff Jones is over there. And he said, okay, we got a problem with the run. So they get this guy from, from the Raiders. Well, he ain't no damn better than Tristan Hill. You might as well have kept him. And don't go get that guy. When you want to make a push for a Super Bowl, you got to bring in name brand guys that's proven, that Super Bowl runners, yeah. and have did that and did that. Uh -huh. Let me tell you something. Let me Talk tell you something, me. man. Talk I am me. sick and tired of this. We, I knew, stop, people. Stop, my brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. You should accept losing. You should accept it. Stop accepting losing. Stop mm -hmm. accepting it. Especially when your team is good enough to win. Mm. Stop. Yeah. Stop doing that. Stop. Let me tell you something. Mm. I got a friend. I got, I'm going to get off the phone. I'm going to get off right now. Because Lord, I'm not going to disrespect your show. Lord knows I wouldn't think about doing that. But I got to get off my chest, bro. I got a friend named Nasty Nick. <laughs> nasty Nick. They call him that because he nasty from his feet to his neck. And uh, I decided to go get my car fixed. He, but he was, he was goddamn smart. He can know how to fix cars. So I went over to his damn house. I knocked on the door. I said, Nasty Nick, man, I'm, I just, just Charles out here. Man, come on in, man. I come on in. I said, man, I'm ready to get my coffee. She said, man, go ahead, Sam, man. Don't worry about that, bro. I got to eat some breakfast. I said, what you going to eat? He said, I'm going to eat some cereal. And then I looked up on top of the refrigerator, and I seen a box, and it was open. Now, if I'm Uncle Charles, I got to think something else is in that goddamn box. <laughs> but since he he don't give a damn. Mm. And so he put the pet milk in the bowl with the cereal. And the cereal rolled to the top. And you know what else rolled to the top? Roaches. Trying uh. to survive in that goddamn milk. Now, the only person that'll do that is Nasty Nick. But then two weeks later, Nasty Nick died. You know why? Why? Because he tried to get a motor to put it into a 154. And they came up there and killed his ass. Mm. We got wait for what we're doing. Mm. We're going to be at home. Y'all again, and we're gonna be having this same damn conversation. Mm. I'm sick of it. Mike McCarthy, take that stick out your ass and go over there and whoop Kelly Moe with it. Mm. 
Rob it off for you do, though. Because you wouldn't you went put a, you wouldn't hit me with a boo boo on stick. I can tell you that. <laughs> Get your ass over and tell that young man, say, look, I'm calling the place for this game. Sit your punk ass over there and learn it. No that's doubt. That's what you um, do. I appreciate you for calling so that's in. Appreciate you, Uncle Charles, man. Uh, Uncle Dracula, you know, that's what they calling him now, man. It's Mr. Nasty time. Man. Mm. Yup. Emotions. Emotion make you cry sometimes. <laughs> Who remember that song? Man, God, dog, man. <laughs> man, come on, man. All right. Let's see. We got a long line of people right here. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shut it down in about five minutes. And if you didn't call in between that time, you're gonna be on the outside. But let me let the doctor speak, man. From the two ten, Doctor Q, you live. What's going What's going on? What's going on, brother? Law? How you doing, man? Man, I'm better than I deserve. You know. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I hear. You. Hey, I try. I, I tried to catch you last night. Oh man, I, I, I hope you didn't. Said, I, yeah, yeah, I, I hope I, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I saw what. No, 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 no. I saw what you shut it down literally after the game because I, I can't watch the game. We don't. We, we don't get the games over here in St. Vincent, so okay. I'm watching play by play, man. But yeah, yeah so I was like, man, my man didn't shut it down on me tonight. But hey, man, um, I just want to make a couple comments, man. Um, the first thing is, I, I, I really hope and wish that our fans would please stop blaming the officials. Please stop blaming this and that. Okay. So every everything that you everything that transpired negatively for us yesterday, that took less than two minutes. Mm-hmm. If you add the total time and totality. That's no. sixty minutes to the game. So what did you do the other fifty eight minutes, right? So that was that was the one point. And please to our fans, please quit asking for Sue to come, OBJ to come. Sue is there, there's a difference between being in shape and being in football shape. Mm-hmm. Sue is not in football shape. Let it, let it go, let it go. For our players, please quit getting in the media talking about your grandma said this is how you stump roaches and and, mm-hmm. and, and we, we have to do this to Aaron Rodgers. Just go out there and play. Keep your Ooh. mouth shut. Just respect the team, yeah. but go out there and play, okay? So please stop doing that. Please get Odell Beckham out, out, out of your mind. If it happens, it happens. Right. Third thing, man, is um, so to me, I think Dallas hasn't really been able to stop the run since 2017, to be totally honest with you. And right. I think they really dropped the ball when you should have went ahead and made a deal for Raquan Smith yeah. after they beat Chicago. Yeah. That's your run stopper. You know, yeah. he's, in, he's, in, he's up with the Ravens now, man, raising all kinds of hell. So that defense up there went from good – to great. The great. So, yeah. um, like I said, the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, the Cowboys haven't been able to stop the run since 2017, man. So that's yeah. not that's nothing new. And last thing I'm gonna let the last thing I'm gonna say, Lord, I'm gonna let you go. Is personally, I think the Joneses. They're not now. I don't. I I I never wish this on anyone, but I I don't see them really winning until. Either Jerry die off. I, I I I don't wish that on him. Mm. But Lord have mercy, we yeah. don't want we don't want Catboy to take over because it's gonna really really be worse. So we don't we don't want that to happen. Yeah. And to all the Cowboy fans, man, keep your head up. It's gonna be all right. But you have to put all blame on our players. They just didn't make it happen. 
All right, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Hey, 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 before you roll, do do you guys got an answer to the joint commissions out there? No, no, not that not that I'm aware of. I mean, they have the um, I don't know what's it called. Um, oh man, because uh, I can't think of a lot at this time. But we yeah. we we don't have to answer to them. Okay. We don't have to answer to them. But but you do. You, yeah. But you do know they kind of like the uh, the officials. You know, they go. They they go. They, you just got to do your job, right? <laughs> they go to yeah. look for things. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel you, man. In <laughs> the medical field, you got it, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. Got you. It. All right, boss. You take care, man. No doubt, man. That's Dr. Q, man, from the 210. Uh, I, I hate to put it like that because I'm a little bit more optimistic. Uh, and, and, I, and I know my optimism can be so high that it looks and perceived to be pessimistic, you know, or pessimism or, or the antagonist uh, law over here. But I'm, I'm optimistic a little bit because – we're six and three. Now, if we are three and six, or if, if our shoe was like what Green Bay Packers look like, because what's their record? They like three and whatever, or four and six, or what have you. So it, it, it's it's difficult, right, for where we are at. Understanding that the talent level is where we where we where we what we can see, and we can get better in certain things. But for right now, Sue, I agree with Doctor Q with Sue and. And the uh, uh, Odell Beckham to a degree. But at this point, we got to figure out with the guys that they say they like, how we going to win these next few games. And I already know Trey, she about to set it straight from the 901. You're live. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's good with you? Oh, man, look. I could not watch that game. I, you know, if you got ESPN on your phone, I watch it on the game cast. Mm. Like, it'd be oh, I, I can like, hear Echo. You know I hear Echo Trey. Go ahead. Can you hear now? Yeah, yeah, okay. It better not. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I watch it on the game cast because only time I do that when I know for some reason the Cowboys it's gonna throw this game. I don't know why I felt that yesterday. It just, it was just, I just knew it. So as the game was going on, okay, back through the two looks, interception, whatever. But we redeemed ourselves. So I'm like, okay, yeah. m- maybe I'm, you know, maybe let me stop thinking like this. Let me stop. So then all of a sudden, I'm paying attention to the defense. I'm like, hold on, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. When Roger threw that. 54 y'all. I'm talking. I came right back and get the 14 before we got there. My thing of it was it was okay. Why wasn't Diggs on this fast boy? That's the fastest back we got. That's the fastest one we got. Why Diggs was not on Watson like he should have been instead of Anthony Brown or whoever number 27, 26 was? Why was they on every time? And Roger saw that. When you play Roger in Lambo, Roger is the officials, the the quarterback, <laughs> linebacker, he, he every position on that field, yeah. and you know this about him. You feel me? And I don't understand. It's like, you know, when they did have a discussion before the game or whatever, he told them, you know, man, just go on, let me have this. 
Yeah. It had to be something like this. You really? think because they had a long conversation. They said they had a long no. look, yo, I don't sit down with the enemy before I fight him. I sit down with him after. You know, look, I, I just didn't that's the only thing. And I don't want to be conspiracy. Yo, I don't want to be conspiracy law. No, I don't want to be conspiracy law. Walking through the hallways and stuff of the Lambo field, when you supposed to be on day field telling your men, I don't care what it takes, I need for y'all to win this game. You stop all this, stop being like, uh, what's his name, uh, Jason Garrett, clapping and stuff. Quit clapping. <laughs> when they do something stupid like that, sit them down on that bench and grab the next man up. Because this don't make no sense, bro. We got the talent. I don't care nothing about no OBJ. I don't care nothing about none of this stuff. Yes, we do need more linemen. I, we do. But the thing of it is, we got a caliber team for the Dallas Cowboys. But it's going to always look sloppy when we get these stupid calls. Kelly Moore act like he's slow, like that freezing down there at 33 degrees did something to his brain last night. And you just switched it all the way back to the old ways. Yeah. That was the old ways we just had. Wait, what are you doing? Why would you stop to run, bro? Why? Mm. When you know it was not working, throwing that ball, that Conley throwing that ball like that. When he threw them two interceptions, that let you know then, run that damn ball. Don't Yo. do that no more. Yo. But now we got to do stupid stuff so people can come back and say the things that they always say about us is that we always, we kill ourselves. We take the caliber, put the bullets in there, and just click it. Well, we don't, don't nobody do that to us. We do it to ourselves. We shoot ourselves in the foot every single time. Well, and it ain't some player. Well, it's well, some well, damn coaches. Well, well, Trey, get rid of them. We've trade before. In order, you know who next, though. You're right. You know who next? My brother Brandon. He's next from the A15. I so. don't even want to talk <laughs> about I'm going to get off until Brandon get off his phone because I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to hear his face. Come on. Come on. You got to face the music, man. <laughs> I, I appreciate I, you. Brandon. Brandon about to go somewhere and sit down. I don't even want to talk to Brandon. I don't want to hear him. So I'm going to come off of your live until I know he off the phone. Because I know he's going to say something stupid about that. Because he's a dad holder. He wish he was that. So I don't want to talk to him, period. But anyway, go Cowboys. We're going to get out here, beat them Vikings. Come Sunday. I know we are. Because we got to redeem ourselves. We can't fall back no further than we already are when we didn't let the damn gone jazz get on top of us. So, yeah. again, we will beat these folks come Sunday. These, these Cowboys, they better get this shit together and go ahead and find somebody to stop the run because that's our only problem. Other than that, we could beat every team, but we can't stop the run. Yes, Until indeed. we do that, go Cowboys. Yes, she's still left with automatic, baby. Alright, now, now, now this is my guy, so leave him alone, y'all. He finna come on next. And and uh, he, I allow everybody to speak their mind and time. And I ain't going to lie. Brandon, every time before I let you go live with me, every interception that Dak Prescott threw last night, I thought of you, my dog, for the 815. <laughs> I thought of you, man. Brandon, you're live for the 815, man. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, dog, what's good? <laughs> I just I, I, I want to make sure I'm coming through loud and clear. Um, I want the, the defense. Okay. 
we, if, if we willing to give everybody grace, and Lord, we we willing to give a lot of people grace. I see. Yeah. Can we let Calvin Joseph at least learn the position of cornerback? Dayron yeah. Bland played terrible, but every time I look up, if he do one, take two steps right, oh, look at Dayron Bland. And mm-hmm. then Calvin Joseph do something, oh, my God, give that man some grace. Yeah. Um, our run defense is terrible. I don't know if nobody else said it, but I, yeah, I, you yeah, know, yeah. everybody has said it. Yeah, everybody said um, it right now, yeah. Um, to me, it's not the interior. We got corners who don't want to tackle. And one thing about Kevin Joseph, we know. One thing. Tackle. Yeah, he will come um, down and hit. Um, 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 Diggs, we got to be real about this. We, we got to be real. He don't want to tackle nobody. Nah, he don't nah. want to tackle nobody. Mm-hmm. Anthony Brown should, shouldn't even be on the field anymore. So, our run defense was terrible. Um um, uh, Michael Parsons at linebacker is not that good. He needs to be on the edge. Mm. I, I got to go to Dak. I don't because I know. You I, 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 I know. I, I know. I know you were just setting it up. I just know you were just setting it up. You know. You know. But uh, but, but before you go into that conversation, I I agree with the points that you made. Like we know Anthony Brown ceiling, and they gave that play that fifty eight yard play gave life to the Green Bay Packers on that big pass, right? Um, but equally, Kevin Joseph didn't do that well in coverage as well. Um, I, I think that he wasn't all the way prepared in that game. He looked like a hatch, hatch bird, you know. He looked like he was just newly out there. So did De'Ron Bland. There was reports saying after the game that he had the wrong cleats on, you know. So, But those are what? Those are what, Brandon? Excuses. No, right? it was young players' mistakes. He's he yeah. young. Like, yeah, he young. come on, we we got to tell the truth. Like, yeah. he's young. Like, let that man do something. Like, play two, three games in a row before we have a a, a discussion about how good he is. My God. And, and, and here's and another I thing. I, I I like Parsons. As an edge rusher, I like him as that guy blitzing off of the edge and things like that. I don't like Parsons that much in coverage. I've seen it. This is my second time seeing him. Uh, he got he got a little cooked he a little bit against the Eagles. Enough, he, he a little spill. And he's battling an injury and he got a lot of things going on. So that's why I say I would like Parsons with a tandem. The Cowboys need to figure out ways to – to include a tandem, Parsons and LV administration. I don't like those two. Get, but but go ahead, go 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 ahead with your Dak Prescott because I got a lot of people waiting. Okay, um, see, people w- want to stick on. Oh, who fault was it? Was it did some man? When you broke down the the film analysis, it wasn't open from the get go. The plays both of the their first interception was messed up from the get go. The second interception was worse. But let's go back to the first interception. The reason why those two interceptions was terrible, but, but really the first one was the worst one, is because it took points off the board. We threw an interception in the red zone. I know people who don't know football don't understand it, but we took away points. It doesn't matter that we was up by 14. We should have been up by 28, 35. Like, we, this should have been a blowout. Law in my line. Yeah, we can't we can't leave money on the field, man. You know, you got to get you the points right. You can't interceptions in the red zone. You, you can't go empty on uh, on the eleven yard line. 
And they in pass defense too. You can see that the Green Bay they're not like they're not like they're expecting to run. You can go draw right here. I'd rather I'd rather physicality right here versus versus throwing it into coverage right here. Is this that was a terrible Dak, play? Dak is who I think he is. He 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 an average quarterback. But we got a formula that we need to stick to. It's only people who think he can throw the ball forty six times. Tell me the forty six time throw game that we the one with Dak. Cut it out. Run the ball. Run the ball. Uh, at, at, I, this I, I don't point, know what else to say. at this point, man, I got no rebuttal outside of the fact <laughs> after that first pick, he did kind of redeem himself a little bit, but the second pick, uh, how you feel about C.D. Lamb? What's your threw- thoughts on Lamb, though, man? If, he, if it's a dig Look. route, if it's a dig route, he catching that. He ran the post. Talk to Look. me, man. Law, C.D. Lamb has proven he's not a tough guy. He not finna he not finna stop those. It may be a super tough catch. Like I might get hit, I might get my top knocked off. Like he he not that type of receiver. If it's open, he gonna catch it. But if it's a tough catch, he not gonna do it. Man, I, I I'm sick of I'm sick of these excuses for Dak Prescott. We need to win. We got the same problem we had in the playoff game. Run the ball. Dak is not that type of quarterback to throw. He's not a let's throw the ball 30, 35. That's not him. Run the ball. It's a formula. Please, please. No doubt, man. I appreciate you, Brandon. Thank you, man. I gave you time to speak today, man. Go ahead. Let me hear you say it. <laughs> I, I love the show, Law. How about them Cowboys? How about them, man? All right. Woo. Yeah. The conference has been locked. Man, I'm beat down, man, with this doggone loss, man. I'm beat down, baby. All right, I got uh, – this is my lineup here. I got Glenn Law, I got Coach Marv, and I got Thomas Garrett. So let's go with my guy, the Law, from the 202. Talk to me, man. Hey, hey, it was good, Law. Thanks for taking the call. Um, man, I'm with you. That was a super tough loss because we gave the game away. If, if there was a recipe in the fourth quarter – to give the game away up 14. Yeah. We absolutely we absolutely did everything you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. As far as Dak and, and and the interceptions, it's it's not about Dak. It really is about the play calling. Yeah. And the reason why I say that the, the reason why I say that is because when you look at both of those plays, mm-hmm. those are super tough Passes. I feel like we have a playbook or, or maybe route concepts that, to me, are uh, the success rate is to me super low. Yeah. I mean, those passes are super tough. Whether you're in the fourth quarter or the first quarter, those yeah. routes were not open. I mean, right. you're telling me you're going to throw that ball in the middle of the field in the fourth quarter? Are, are you kidding me? In, in yeah. Green Bay, Wisconsin, in, right. in November, that's nuts. Those were super tough passes. It's like I look at other teams and I look at other playbooks, especially, for example, not to really compare apples to oranges, but you look at, you look at playbooks like uh, the Miami Dolphins and what mm-hmm. Mike McDaniels has. Oh, my God, on. yeah. That's, a, that, that's, a, that's what you call a quarterback-friendly offense, okay? A year ago, people were ready to throw Tua in the trash. All of a sudden, Tua looks pretty good. Why? Those passes that he's hitting – are high percentage passes for whatever reason, and I, it's beyond me because if 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 Cooper Rush were in the game, and I'm not comparing Cooper Rush right, to Dak. Right, Dak's got that. more talent. There's no question about that. 
But if 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 you were if we were to put Cooper Rush in in that game yesterday, do you think the play calls would have been the same in the fourth quarter? No, Absolutely I don't think it. I don't not. think it. They would have. I don't think it. Not at all, because mm-hmm. the degree of difficulty is way too high. And so my frustration with 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 Kellen's play, I don't know if it's play calling or really mostly the concepts, is that we're getting away from the complementary football. That put us here in the first. Place. Did you hear Even what Brad Sam said earlier, Glenn? He said that uh, those guys uh, didn't look like they were in rhythm. Right. I, I think that we should have yeah, ran. Yeah, yeah. The, the wide receivers, the uh, the actual play design, us running out of uh, a shotgun, just just not really setting up one look to create the other look. Right. It was like just to hit the quota. They ran the ball to hit the quota, right? Not necessarily running with a purpose, yes. as if I can say it in I, that I, way. I, to, to, totally agree, but but but, and I'm gonna let you go with this. But this is the thing that's most frustrating to me, and it really speaks to the Cowboys' playbook that's really been the same for about the last 25 years. They're super complex. Yeah, I mean those route con. Tell me a team who runs a more complicated, more complex route tree than the Cowboys. It looks like they're almost running three and four verticals, and half the time they're occupying the same area. Mm. You don't have enough simple concepts that allow for your receiver to, whether it's rub routes, whether they're drags, mm-hmm. everything is super tough. And so mm. even the best quarterback balls are going to get tipped. Defensive linemen are going to get in the quarterback's face. The degree of difficulty on those route concepts were just, off the charts and you're asking your you're just asking a talented quarterback but not a top 10 quarterback you're asking him to do way too much and so that was never going to work they just would have run the ball Mm. stick to the stick to the uh two and three tight end sets stick to the bootlegs stick to the play action stick to the screens stick to the to the rub routes I, we would have won that game. It, it's yeah. not hard. Yeah, that, 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 that's why we were so frustrated, man. Football. I appreciate you so much, Glenn. Thank you for calling Thanks. in. Appreciate you. Thanks, all. That's a good call for him. You know, you guys are my Madison today. All right, so now we're down to about 13 more callers. So let's get my guy, my coach in here, Marv, uh, from the 803. You're live. Talk to me. What's going on, Law Man? What's going on, Cowboy Nation? Hey, man. Hey, listen, therapy, this is crazy about therapy. Yeah. Um, Old coach is old enough to remember when Green Bay used to have to have therapy about the Cowboys. (laughs) Right. Brett Favre can beat the Cowboys regardless of who he came out there, who we came out. We came out of Jason Garrett to beat Brett Favre. We had guys hurt, Emmitt Smith was hurt one year. It makes no difference what we did. We beat Brett Favre and Mike Holcomb. Yup, Mike Hover. So, yup, I remember that. <laughs> so they done went back and forth. Because uh, Green Bay before with Tom Landry a long time ago, we couldn't do we couldn't do anything anyway, no different what they did. Bart Starr and them always beat the Cowboys. Then it got to the nineties and then Michael Irvin them destroyed Green Bay. Every year they played Green Bay in the playoffs, wherever they played them, they always beat them. Regardless mm-hmm. of what the score was, what what the team was. Mm-hmm. Now they're reversed. Reverse, man. They back to Green Bay. Having our number. So, Cowboy fans, rest assured, it's been on both sides of the lopsidedness of the series. Matter of fact, Coach, I think we beat 
uh, uh, Brett Favre so bad that they they subbed in Aaron Rodgers <laughs> in that game. And, uh, I think Thank we knocked him out, it. and that's how Aaron Rodgers got his career started. Right, and and, and Mike Holton was a great coach, and, yeah. and but we just we just had that number. We know that we played backup quarterback. Yeah, uh, guys were hurt. We still just we had Green Bay number. Mm-hmm. So again, but. I don't want us to be lost in this. I think we're getting a lot of great conversation uh, yeah. in, this, in, this, in this loss. But I wanted to be, I, I, and to, to quote Mr. Aaron Rodgers on this, mm-hmm. we understand what the problem is, but we need to relax. Okay. Because, again, as what we were talking about, See, we are, we, are, we are either one too far on the end of the stream on one end or too far on the end of the stream on another end. Right. Last week I was kind of upset because we were too far on the stream. We was, man, if you just listen to the tone of our conversation when we were talking about Odell Beckham and getting mm-hmm. this and, man, we can put us over the top. We can be a Super Bowl. This is this move could be like uh, Deion said. We had just skipped over the last seven games of the, the last eight games of the season. We had gone straight to the Super Bowl. Right, right. So now we were we on the other end where we need to. And I'm not saying we don't take serious of, of the small things that the little things yeah. that need to be addressed. But we now again we right back at the same point and we like, oh man, oh, this man, we like, and now we can forget about. There's still great football to be played. There's great position you can put yourself in, and and when you look at the way you position in the in the NFC as well as the NFL, you're still at the top with three losses because a lot of teams, both of the league, got four to five losses. They do. Yeah. So, so that's where you have to have, but you have to look at the details. And I and I'll say this right quick, and let me tell you something. There's this small details that this team is overlooking. And I think sometimes we get caught up in the hype of players and acquisitions and talking about making this and doing that because of our hunger to win. But what wins championships is organizations win championships. And what wins in the championships is everybody. And if you look behind the numbers, you can see where sometimes you are failing and that that behind the number things that people don't look at is using what's causing you to fail. That's in business. That's in life. Yep. That's in football. There's things behind the scenes that people don't draw attention to that they don't focus on. But if you look at them, you are bad at it, and it can cause you to have failure in the most pivotal times of business, life, or football, or basketball, or whatever. No and doubt, we coach. need to get back to back to back to controlling the game. We need to get back to ho- controlling the. We need to help our defense out. We need to help our defense to be great. So that means we need to you know, resist the ball more. Complimentary football, almost, yeah. We almost butt naked last in time possession in the NFL. I think we ranked next to last in time possession. And I want people in the in the in the in the in the football world know this. There has never been a team that ranked last in time possession that won a Super Bowl. Listen up, y'all. So 
coach, it coach, coach, coach. Before you get into more yeah. detail, I know you got to go. But can you break down why is it so important to play complementary football with the time of possession and 64 snaps for you like your guy like Parsons and your defense being out there on the field so long? You're going to have some dissipations. You're going to have the law of the, uh, diminishing rates of return to occur. Break that down for the people. You got you got three areas when you time possession that gets you get you start wearing in the wear and tear of time possession. One, your players on defense are, are basically even your better players. There there's a certain amount of plays when you're talking about after those certain amount of plays you get diminished returns. Mm-hmm. Um so there's a certain minute restriction when you, in your rotations that you use rotations because you don't want certain players to play over a certain amount of minutes because one, they're causing injuries because you're overworking them. Two, they're diminishing returns. And then you have a rotation to try to keep people fresh. And in in, with the Cowboys, we are averaging over 33 minutes a game on the, on the field defensively. That's horrible. If we can cut that down to 30 minutes or 29 minutes, you, are, you could solve the running game. Yep, and the and the craziest thing about this, and I want and I break it down because I know where you're going to go with this one. Yeah, <laughs> break it down. People, people say, people say, well, well, that's that's because they can't get off the field. Well, this is the crazy thing about that. If you look at third down, third down percentage, we're one of the best teams on third down defense. Yeah, that is the craziest thing. We're one of the best teams on third down defense, but it's telling you that our offense does not keep the ball on. And what is happening is it's not the point of, of just running the ball. It's about clock management all through the game to be able to get those quality seconds where you possess the ball so you can control it. If you look at the Cowboys' better seasons in 2014, 2016, I think, uh, Tony Romo season and Dak Prescott's uh, rookie season. We almost led the league in time possession. Preach, man. I appreciate you, if coach. We lead, if, I'm going to say this right quick. If we, if, listen, if we get time possession, I know we talk about run defense and all that, we bring in players. You have to go with the players you got now. They're good enough. But I think the conversations of everybody doing that's going to put heat on them. I didn't like McCarthy. I'm going to say this long. I'm going to get you going to fall. You're right about McCarthy. Uh-huh. I've been saying this about McCarthy anyway. I have never seen Bill Parcells, Jimmy Johnson, or Tom Landry give so many, give the other team so much credit <sighs> in a loss. Right. <sighs> Because he, he, that, but I didn't say that they was, didn't, you know, talk but, about him. They didn't get credit. But. I mean, he, 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 he was talking like, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, Coach Marv. He was talking a lot, man. Uh, yeah, that's, and, and that's, and, the, and you, and they brought that mentality somewhere. They brought that mentality in the game. They do. Oh. Coach is a reflection of your coach. And they came in sometime when you play that, uh, like I always say, leadership. Leaders mm-hmm. of men promote, promote, uh, uh, don't promote fear. 
Leaders don't promote fear. Man, there we go. Appreciate you, Coach Marv, man. Thank you so much, man. Put your hands together for Coach Marv, man. From the 803, that's Coach Marv, y'all. Um, <clears throat> it was just too much, man. <laughs> and guys, if y'all think that that's not true, you know, then you try to do it. You know, you, you play against your former team and just be over there hugging and lollygagging. And, you know, it just don't do that. It's just the optics. Even for the optics, I don't want to see that. Right? It's equivalent to what we had, Rob Ryan or Rex Ryan or one of those Ryan brothers. It's equivalent to having them as one of our head coaches, right? And we play against the Eagles. But in honor to support their daddy they wear the, the the eagles jacket or whatever he used to wear it was what, what was his name what was his name what was the what was the ryan brother uh, uh what, what was the ryan's daddy name whatever his name is in honor of my dad i'm gonna wear the eagles outfit you know it's equivalent to that they need to stop that <laughs> they need to whatever the ryan rob ryan if we had him as the head coach and he wanted to support if he want to support his daddy, he wear a Buddy Ryan outfit or what have you. We'll be flipping tables over here. Come on, y'all. Y'all get that? Come on, man. Six one five, you live. What's up, Long? Nothing to it, Chief. Talk to me. Man, you know, last night, after that game, I did a lot of thinking, and I come to the conclusion on two things. One, you should have never thrown that 30, that 28 to 14 lead. Because when we had Green Bay up 28 to 14, Green Bay was about ready to quit. You hear me? Yo. They was about ready to quit. We got the ball. We was getting ready to drive. And if we would have drove and we would have scored, I don't care if it was a field goal. Yeah. If we would have scored, the game would have been over. Yeah. Some way, somehow, Green Bay got the ball back and they scored that one time. And when they did, they knew they had a chance. Yep. We can't let, we can't let that happen again. Mm, we can't. We cannot let that happen again. No Secondly, doubt. Secondly, we lost. We lost, man. <laughs> they won. They won. They shot the and BB this gun. Was the biggest, this was the biggest collection team in history. And I'm going to tell you something. We can either do one or the other. This game last night can be the downfall of our year, which I know that's not going to happen. Mm, I don't think that, yeah. Or, yeah. or we can learn from this. And we can, we can learn from what we can learn from what went down last night and we can go our own way and we can better ourselves. No doubt, no doubt, Thomas, man. I, I appreciate you for calling in, man. I'm gonna have to make it quick, though. But I thank you, and hey, uh, a- a- either we can learn from it or continue to do the same. I appreciate you, my dog. All right, bro. Good, good, good call from him. All right, let's get this on and popping, baby, because we I gotta go actually. But two eight one, you live, you live. Two eight one. We rolling nine four five. You live. 
Hey, what's going on, Law? Chief, uh, all is well, man. I can't complain. Talk to me, man. First off, man, hey, Uncle Charles had me laughing like a mug, boy. <laughs> if I was, man, I, I can't even be mad. No, That's man. Uncle Dracula he, now, man, and the nasty I, neck. He is a character, man. He is a character, man, and I love him. <laughs> the uh, nasty I neck. I just got a, quick, uh, a few quick points I want to make, and I'm going to get off your line because I know it's long. Yeah, yeah. First off, I got to totally agree with you about Mike McCarthy. The man sold us out. The man sold us out. And it was right there before the game. He showed you he came dressed just like his idol, Vince Lombardi, and right. not his idol, Tom Landry or yeah. Jimmy Johnson. He yeah. don't care about us like that. Not <laughs> like we think we do. <laughs> we, he, I'm here to collect this check, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I, I like Mike McCarthy because he's better than Jason Garrett. But outside of that, man, I'm sitting here like, come on, man. Uh, but come on, man. some people saying that that's how all of the people dress up that way. Man, hey, I, I, I don't, I don't hear no, I don't even hear no excuses. He a millionaire. He could have dressed any way he wanted yeah, to dress. Yeah, he, he, he knew what he was doing. Purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. He knew <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> but uh, secondly, secondly, I want to uh, say, man, hey, man. The best run defense that since we can't get new players, we can't do none of that. The mm -hmm. best thing we can do for our run defense, it's going to fuck everybody up. It's yeah. have a good run offense. Oh, my God. Oh, if we yeah. Can run the ball, if we can run the ball, we can keep our players from getting exposed by the run. I don't care if they run for 200 yards. You make them run that ball. You make them run that ball down these folks' throats. If yep. you know you going for it on fourth down, third and four, why the hell we not running the ball? Why we just get gassed them for five, six, seven yards for every halfback draw, and we can't run the ball on third and four? Just Man. to get closer. We don't know what could happen. We could have been an inch away. That could have been a QB sneak, anything. We keeping the drive alive. Yep. But why are we putting the ball in the earth and we seeing – What's working and what's not? Yeah, man. You put you put the quarterback, you put the team in uncomfortable situation in a bad situation. Hey, man. I, I and I'm not the biggest dad fan, but I'm I'm for sure not a hater. I love anybody with a star. Yeah. yeah. But you don't call them type of plays, man. It, we we literally switch every time we lose. Like it feels yeah. like it's because the the Cowboys lose to a team that take our game plan and implement it better than us. Ooh. Literally every time we lose. Woo, man! You preaching today, now, man? These you boys know. went out here and <laughs> threw a Cowboy size game for us. And, and, and Aaron Rodgers threw what twenty passes? That's twenty passes. That stack line. Man, supposed to be that, that they line. played that more like the Cowboys than the Cowboys played like the Cowboys. Come you know on, what I'm man. saying? Come on, man. I appreciate Come you, man. On, man. What's it's your name? Man, let me we put you in here, man. It's trick or treat. It's what? trick or treat season, man. Everybody right. in the sky. What's your name, family? Put you in here, man. Bishop Kane, the real Bishop Kane. The man. real Shout Bishop Kane. All my family members that listen to Law, man, because I know I got a lot of them that love you, man. And that's, hey, man, the last thing I want to say. Jalen Hurts looking like the best in the league. The Eagles looking like the best in the league because they're playing Cowboy-style football. Ooh. That's the exact reason why. Blueprint. So, he looked just like 2016 Dak. To me, that's why I don't hate on Jalen because he really reminds me of a young Dak. But if we can get back to that philosophy, hey, man, just like the last caller said, time of possession, number one. Number mm. two, run the ball. Number three, run the damn ball. 
Man. Those Cowboys, I love you lot, and keep doing what you're doing for the Cowboys Nation, man, because without you, hey, man, I don't know where we'll be, man, because this, <laughs> this, this, this is the pressing time in our life. Well, hey, man, I'm glad that uh, I can at least uh, level the plane, man. I appreciate you, Bishop K. Thank you. The real one. You know, it's the real Bishop K, man. Uh, they even rhymes for your mind, huh? All right, so I got Aaron Long, I got two five three, and they got the seven three one, and uh, let's go, let's go. I, I call you Aaron Long, man, but you from Long Beach, man. But hey, enough of these Aaron's though. Five six two, talk man. to me, man. <laughs> Change your name, <laughs> man. Just, just call me Mr. Cowboy, then. Mr. Cowboy, <laughs> man. Uh, nah, but see, you know what? I, I I couldn't agree with the last caller said. He pretty much took the point, but you know why we stopped running the ball? Well, they didn't have Z. Okay. They didn't. They changed the running style because we didn't have Z. It, yeah. Now remind you, like, like, come on now. You see how much we ran Tony Pollard, and then he sat out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he he did wave for him out, but then Davis came in and he was looking sharp, man. I like, hey, hey, I, I call him Terrell Davis for a second. <laughs> I said, man. you know what? I think that I think I'm about to say Terrell. I think Davis was a real good punch. I think that they started. To, I think this is what happened. They realized that the ground was slipping from them, right? Like the, the lead and everything. And then then they tried to get back to the run. They tried to get back to it, but it was too late. It was too late at that point. So that's why we look back at the the uh, the stat sheets and we see that the Cowboys attempted to run, but it was too late at the time. You supposed to do that when you was late. when you was already when it, when the score was twenty eight to fourteen, not when the Green Bay Packers came all the way back. You see what I'm saying? They they hustled backwards with it. They supposed to continue to run when they was up, but we passed the ball twenty two times, fam. Like, twenty two times like, when we had the fourteen point lead. Hey, you know, hey, I'm not even mad at that uh, at that, that no pi call at the overtime. Correct the end call. I'm not mad at it. He should have made that. He should have made the catch. Right. And I think a, I think a call a call earlier that CD needs to be more physical. If CD can be more physical, he can go places. But mm. until he does, just do finesse on the finesse. He ain't gonna go nowhere. He ain't gonna go far. Asking, look, and, I, and I'm not. Oh man, this is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt people for a little bit. And I love CD. I love the '88. I love the '88 on him and everything. But asking CD Lamb to be more physical is the equivalent for me to ask LVE to fill the hole and be more physical. It's just, just, just not going to happen, man. Appreciate you not for calling happen. that. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, anytime. Thank you, yeah, No oh, doubt. Quick, quick, quick question. Quick question. Quick question. Uh, Tyron Smith is coming back. Can you move him in the line or you just let him wait till we get to the playoffs? We'll see, man. Uh, let's see how these next few games go. Uh, Tyler Smith, you know, he ain't he – ain't, he ain't trash, but he ain't great either. So he, he's he's in the middle place, man. But we don't know what Tyron Smith will look like right now. We, but I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold everything. I'm gonna leave that leave that one alone. But I appreciate you, fam. All right, you too. Yeah, it's Mr. Cowboy, man. I ain't finna call him Aaron. Oh, I just call him Aaron. <laughs> but y'all get what I'm saying? Like the reason why Justin Jefferson can do his thing over there in uh, uh, Minnesota land. And I said this yesterday, his expectations were not to be Randy Miles. They didn't give Justin Jefferson 84. He didn't have to live up to 84. Right. That's Randy Miles number, right? 
All he had to do was represent number 18. He had to be his own self, create his own identity. But when you put 88 on the chest of C.D. Lamb, it immediately goes back into the fabrications of our mind, heart, and soul and sinew that we're going to get Adez Bryant or we're going to get the playmaker himself because that's what embodies the number 88. Now, granted, I'm not saying that C.D. Lamb is chopped liver. I loved his game last night. But some of the flaws and some of the things that you look for out of 88, out of him, you would never get it. You'll never get it. But Lamb, Lamb is, and I'm not saying that Lamb is trash or anything. He's a different brand of 88, though. He's a different brand. He is. My guy from the 253, let me know what you, what you got. Hey, Law Nation, how you doing, brother? Nothing at all, man. Talk to me, man. Man, first of all, <laughs> you were saying the same shit I was saying last night. I ain't never <laughs> seen you that damn mad. I oh, was yeah. Like, Am I'm I really seeing this right now? <laughs> yeah, you should Not ask only my... was you pissed off, you turned the fucking lights off. I said, did. I said, good luck. in the damn ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was done. I was like, I say, wait a minute. I, and I had to rewind it. I even even added something. I say, did he really just say what I heard he said? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, hell. I was like, now nah, he, he was not bullshit. Now you was hot. <laughs> hey, hey, and they say he Law. turned the damn lights off. He said, fuck this shit. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey you know what they say? Law, Law is out of character. No, I was in character. Right now I'm out of character for those who don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, listen here. And the way Unk said it. I can't, I can't even, um, I couldn't agree more, man. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on with uh, Coach McCarthy, man, but he definitely needed to take the stick out of his ass. He do, man. He just and need to. Take that damn, take the damn playbook and run the fucking offense. If your damn offense coordinator's fucking up, you got to do something. Hell, got Jimmy to. Johnson was there, guess what he would have did? He did the same damn thing. Yeah. He would do the same thing. You Jim, know? oh, oh, Jimmy, somebody getting a statement gonna be made. Somebody, somebody's hey. getting fired. Oh, somebody gonna get cut. Not only getting fired, somebody gonna be benched. As, somebody. as Emmett Smith, yeah. as Emmett Smith, he didn't get benched, huh? Mm -hmm. Somebody. Jimmy Johnson man. didn't play no guy. He don't give a damn if you the starting running back. You fucking up. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get on here right next to me. Yeah, come, yeah, come, come sit on. right next to me. Come I right got you. you. <laughs> You, know, ah. you ain't going back in. You sit right there. Okay? Man, those, those days of coaching in Dallas, man, may be over with. Uh, and That's what it is, bro. And then that one thing that you had mentioned uh, earlier about when we – in 2014, Aaron Rodgers had one fucking leg and we didn't sack him not one time oh. during the game. Not one time during the game. And this man had one damn leg and beat us. And beat Are us, you man. serious right now? And then we had 5.1 rushing, and we couldn't run the fucking ball. And then didn't kick a field goal. I walked away from TV because my TV would have been broke. I would have been buying a TV today. Man, my, my equipment almost broke over here, man. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was going on. Man, I was on the road all day. I was hungry, man. I was turning to, I was, I was, I was angry. Law, y'all, y'all can chalk that up as angry. Law show, man. But I appreciate you for calling in, fam. What's your name, yes, fam? Sir. 
This is Trayvon, man. This is Trayvon, dog. All right, Diggs, man. Let me let me save you right here, man. But hey, man, good job, man. They didn't tr- they didn't try you at all yesterday, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Already, y'all have a good one, huh? All right, Trey. Yeah, good call from all him, right, man. Yes, sir. No doubt. I'm gonna save him and Trayvon Diggs, man. He <laughs> next time I talk to him, Trayvon Diggs, good game, man. You know. <laughs> Boy, the Diggs found it hot, ain't it? They lost. Uh, the Bills lost. Trayvon lost. All right, I got the seven three one, the two eight one, and then I got my guy, the, the detective over here. So y'all hold tight, man. We got a lot of callers left. But like, then I got. I can see my guy Marvin in there uh, from the two hundred six. But from the seven three one, you're live, fam. <coughs> that's me, low. Yeah, that's you, man. Hey, my bad, man. You caught me in the middle of a. Uh with the devil's weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> no doubt, man. Uh, Talk to me, man. Uh, listen, appreciate what you did last night. You finally snapped and you showed, <laughs> you know, straight passion. That That's a real cowboy fan right there. I appreciated yeah. that, but I got worried because I thought you were going to catch a case. And, you know, <laughs> you don't want the warrants on your back. I know about the warrants. Yeah, you don't want that. I already know, I, man. You know, it, it, it is I'm, what it is. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little... I don't, I don't, I don't smash too much. I, I don't move too much furniture because of the Cowboys in my life. So uh, you might want to get a heavy bag set up in your studio yeah. to release some of that tension from time to time, you know, so that you don't catch a case and so you don't move furniture around, you know, unnecessarily. Yeah. But uh, as far as the Cowboys go, it is what it is. You know, they're going to give us a few of these games throughout every season. We've yeah. seen it year after year after year. And it comes down to coaching. Yeah. You know, coaches got a coach. We haven't had a decent coaching staff since the 90s. Yeah. And after we lost that decent coaching staff, they ended up leaving. You know, they left three Super Bowls on the table. Yeah. We won three. We could have actually walked away that decade with at least six with the amount of talent yeah. that that team had. Yeah. So, you know, the the – Management, we're just in a bad, dysfunctional relationship. <laughs> Management does not really care. You know, they're going to do what they're going to do over and over. Yep. But we we love the Cowboys, so we're in a relationship. We know it's dysfunctional. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're they, they going to they gonna make us move furniture from time to time. But they, they will, I man. Every, every, I appreciate everything you do. I appreciate you taking the call. And, uh. Hopefully, you know, they'll get things straight and, and, and they'll keep it moving forward. If they don't, well, I guess, you know, some of us will be buying some new TVs and some new furniture because if it get real ugly, I, I'm just, it's going to be rough on I'm it. just glad I didn't have my shovel in my hand, man. Uh, what's your name before I let you roll? We done been through this before, Law. It's Hector. I don't know why it keep removing it, man. Let me see if put it. Okay, and then I'm, I'm gonna put this right here. Okay, I because got you. I be try- that's because I be trying to get ghosts. I be uh, trying to disappear from time to time. FBI, open up! I don't want that guy to chase you, man. You already know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but Smoke I, but I do appreciate it. And to you know, all Yo. the loyal cowboy fans out there, you know, we've been through this. I've yeah. been a fan since 1967, Law. Woo. And yeah, I can't stand Green Bay. Oh can't yeah, stand Green Bay. Oh yeah. Losing to them is personal. It is, man. It's very personal. And for the new, 
And for the new Cowboy fans, they don't understand how personal right. it is to lose the Green Bay. Yeah, you got the new Cowboy fans. They more fan of Aaron Rodgers than they are fans of the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? In these last few decades. So I get what you said, too. (laughs) It's disappointing. It's disappointing is what I'm saying. And, and you know, if if you're Mm -hmm. from my era, then you can't stand Green Bay. Yeah. And it was just too lovey-dovey. They went in there and they got, you know, they got outplayed. They, they They got roughed up. It shouldn't yeah. have even been a close game. But, shouldn't you know, be. it is what it is. No doubt, man. I appreciate you for calling in, Hector. Thank you, man. All right. You stay blessed as always. All right. Go Cowboys. Appreciate you, man. Uh, go Cowboys, man. Y'all get what he said. Since 1967, he's been rolling with the Cowboys, and he's still rolling right now. So the thing is, Cowboy Nation, we just got to understand that when we passionate about a game, don't hold off. Don't don't. Don't paint me into a corner, you know. And by the way, that's not my first time going off and going ham. If you guys pay attention to most of these episodes, I go ham too. You know, I get mad. I'm, I'm a human, you know. But, but uh, the good, the good, the good messages out there is from what I've read one time. It says be slow to anger. It didn't say don't have anger, right? It, it says be slow to anger. Let me know if I'm wrong, huh? Let me know if I'm wrong. Slow to anger, meaning that you still got angry. You still can get angry. And when you hear that thunder and lightning, that means something is about to happen. And law is going to give it to you, regardless of it. Because <laughs> I'm uh, when I'm mad, I'm mad. When I'm happy, I'm happy. And the Cowboys, I'm more mad about the way they lost because we were the better team. And that's what really makes me angry. And it's saying the same things over and over again. And expecting different results also. Uh, from the 281, you're live. Hello, all. Thank you there for giving everybody the, a voice on appreciate this situation you. here. Yes, indeed. I appreciate you. Know, you uh, <laughs> when I saw McCarthy throw down his headset, you know, if a real coach, he'd be like, ooh, man, that's he pissed off. I almost wanted to shake my head and laugh, you know. <laughs> right. Like, what are you doing? He should have grabbed the damn clipboard out of Moore's hands and slapped him on the head with it. Right. Do what he should have done. I mean, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just pathetic. You know? It's like these two are like Gilligan's Island. You know, you got the <laughs> captain and his little buddy there. You know? <laughs> Every yeah. week I got to cringe and hope, you know, hopefully they don't lose the game for us. Yeah. You know, it's in the overtime and, and you're going to go for it already on second down. You can start it and you're going to go for it because you're too far away to win or what have you. Right. Well, send Davis up the middle twice. You get the first down, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and then you creep it closer. <laughs> what is these people thinking? Oh, I don't get it, man. And you know what? OBJ, I bet he was laughing like, yeah, my price just went up another million. Another million. And, 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 and before we get to the Odell million. Beckham talk, it's just the route concepts, too. If you know for sure you're going for it on fourth down, all right, I get it. You pass happy? Well, dog, don't you know you can utilize the pass game as a run game outside of a tunnel screen? Where are my drags across the middle? Where are my high-low drags? You know, Where are my easy passes that I can get out on a formation or a hook or a wheel route? I don't see none of that creativity. If you know for sure well, you're trying purpose. to play – 
Yeah, yeah. The, the Cowboys just laid the egg even in overtime. It, it just ah, you, you rebring, you open up the wound, man. Talk to me, talk to me, man. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more, a little bit more. Hey, I saw uh, Green Bay. Uh, one of the receivers catch the ball in the flat, and and the DB goes for his legs and just breaks that. That tackle he's broken like nothing, you know. Like yeah, he's supposed to hit him up high. I used to play DB. He hit him and hold him. If he can't knock him down, slow him down for help to come. They don't want to hit, man. That's, that's, that's pathetic. Anyhow, hey, hey, thank hey. you. I'm going to go ahead and go. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for calling in for the 281, man. Good call from him. But you guys know I only gave one pass last night. I gave one pass to my guy, Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> Dylan was running head, full head of state, and Trayvon was like, man, you know, I'm the DB of the situation. You know, I'm the highest interception guy on the team. You know, I ain't finna sacrifice myself, you know, to stop this dude. But I got this linebacker who's next to me. And both of them had the same mindset. Trayvon Diggs and LVE, I said, man, if we can get us a, a good thumper, they would embrace that. They would embrace to try to knock the bejesus out of that big old Dylan. Dylan is a big dude, though. He is a big dude. He, he reminded me of another running back that used to play for the uh, Green Bay Packers. I forgot his name. I think he did. He come from uh, Alabama. What was his name? What's that guy's name? He just got so fat, but he was still running on us. <laughs> he was still running on us. And the craziest thing of it all, if my memory served me correct, he had ankle issues. Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lace, Eddie Lace did the exact same thing to us one year. We couldn't stop him. He couldn't stop him. And right before the game, uh, they was talking about Eddie Lacey had ankle issues too, you know. <laughs> Eddie, Big Eddie, you know, Big Eddie ran all over us, man. And, and all we can think of. He needs some milk. As he was running over us, man. So it's, it's, it's the history repeating itself. I got the detective, man, from the 414. You're live, man. Talk to me, man. Law Nation, what's going on, brother? Uh, all is well. Can't complain. Man, I, I'm at the game, so I was more heated than you. I'm up in Ooh. Green Bay. I had to drive back two hours from the game, leaving the game here and go pack go, so I feel you. <laughs> well, well, talk to me about the, the vibe. Since you was there at the game, you got a chance to see the all-22 right there live. And talk to me about this game, Dan. You know, what, what was going on with the rhythm listen, and everything? Listen, the weather was cold and the ball wasn't traveling, so I was like, oh, good, we run the ball anyway. So tell me the first couple of series we passing the ball. I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go with Kellen Moore trying to outsmart people. Now, the thing I'm saying about this Packers team, everybody say how complex our offense needs to be. They ran the same four plays all game. They did the they did the um, the hitch or they did the um, to, um, the running back. Toss left, toss the, right, draw. yeah. <laughs> right. Then they, and what they would do, they would flip the play and let them in the backfield. It's going to be a draw. I was calling it all game. People started looking at me in the, in the, um, on the, in the stands like, you a scout for the Cowboys? I was like, nope, I just know what they're going to do. Yeah. I was like, and then t and tell me what? Tell me this. They they, they shot, they, they threw the ball to Don Watson. I called the play. I was like, here come the play action. It was a third and three. Here come the play action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, so they, like, because they were running, they, 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 they did, all of that running was designed for the strike, right? 
they 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 were yeah. setting it up like a like a like a boxer in a ring trying to get that haymaker, hitting you with the jab. And I knew on third and brown, I used to call it third and brown, or even fourth and brown. They just said, okay, I'm not finna test Trayvon Diggs, but I'm for dog sure right. gonna test Brown and whoever they put on the other side, KJ, CJ, YoJ. I'm right. gonna pass it over there to that side. But you know what I don't understand? I don't understand. We know we got a lockdown. Put him on the other guy and have a safety high or the other on side to help on Anthony Brown. You know he need help. Yeah. You gotta you gotta you gotta switch your philosophies. And one thing the Packers and the Cowboys don't do, they don't they don't um, adjust at halftime. They don't adjust what the deep the offense the other team or they're doing. They don't adjust. And that's mm. what killing me at that game. I was like, You guys gotta adjust. They running the ball, they running the ball, let's let's bring it in. When we got up fourteen points law, I ran down I slapped fire to a Cowboy fan. Some Packer fan pushed me because he got mad, but he was older. I was like, okay, I'll let it slide. <laughs> but, but then I was like, but then I was like, we up 14. I said, we get one more score like one of your callers. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. So tell me this. The beginning of the fourth quarter, we up 14. What are they going to have to do? They're going to have to pass the ball to get back in there, or they're going to run it, and they're going to run the clock. Right. Why, we should have just we should have brought the house when they was doing that. Brought the house and live or die with it because they're going to move the ball, but let them move it. You know, but not methodically. Let them run a little bit here and there. They start passing it. They start doing the play action. We are falling for it. We got the lead. Right. Right. I just, I just don't get that, man. Oh like, well, snap! So I see what you're saying. So we, we should have known that they was going to try to pass their way up out of it, and we were still biting they, to the run. <laughs> look, they weren't stopping us. They weren't stopping us. It was, and I don't want to say the penalties was, but the caller said the penalties can't blame the refs. Okay, I'm with you on that, but yeah. When you have in drive breaking plays, you get a big play up the flag, big play a flag. Now you down third and fifteen. There's not too much more to do that. We gotta pass, so they know we they're gonna be coming. So when you, when we can't play our game and they didn't call both ways, because every time we had a kickoff, I was like, man, it's gonna be a flag. It's gonna be a flag. Every time yeah. we we started in the inside our twenty like at least ten, at least six times. We did, and yeah. that's tough. With, and that's tough with a, a, a defense and tough with a crowd they have like that. But I'm not going to blame on the rest, but you got to call it both ways. I don't care if it's both ways. Just call it fair both ways. If they beat us, they beat us. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's going to be a given, though. You know how it is, bro. Uh, they're going to always hold us on that. So that's why when we was up, like like the, the football gods should have – like you finished. You still throwing the ball on uh, 22 attempts when you up by 14. Right. Break that down to me, though, before you go. I, Look, my 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 voice is gone. I said we went and run the ball. I don't got no voice. I was like, run the ball, run the ball. Uh-huh. So we did that. We did two fourth downs. I didn't like either one of them. I was like, because play the field, kick the ball. Our defense is gonna stop. We got right. we got to trust our defense. Play the field. Don't give them a short field. Don't right. let them get something started. And we did that twice. And we went forward on that fourth. I was like, okay, if yeah. y'all gonna do that crap, why not run the ball third down? Run the ball and then short third fourth and short. Okay, I'm I'm glad that you and I are on the same page, man. And we're not getting paid millions. I, I don't know. You might be getting man. paid millions, but I ain't getting paid millions, <laughs> man. <laughs> and another thing, like you said, if you're going to do something, do something creative. Hey, put Turpin in the slot. Make him drag across the field. Take the attention off of him. You know what we do? I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to let you go. One caller said we got a complex offense of scheme for the passing, but we don't. What we do, we do a little eight-yard hitch, eight-yard hitch. Mm-hmm. We did that all game. So they, they corners was not they were they weren't afraid of nothing because they knew yeah. we we weren't going deep. They yeah. were they were running. They were coming on. They was they were playing. I was like, man, they gonna they gonna jump this because they kept doing it. They'll have 
Schultz in the middle do a hook, and then they have CD come across a out in. You can't do that too many times with the defense. Like, well, they ain't going to try to go deep, right. so we can just play up everything. Yep. So it's just for it, it, it made Ford look like Ed Reed. <laughs> he bit on that ball because like, he, he was like me as a DB. He just set up. He sat on. He sat on the route. He was sitting there, they're playing overs, they giving you the underneath, and he taking anything at the stick, and he just jumped. I said, man, yeah. I was so mad. I said, God, dog. It, ah. Yeah, let me and like quit you talking said, about it. Like you said, you can't, you can't call it up on Dak on that throw, but you don't throw that pass. You, yes, you, you don't. Have, you yeah. Have, you, you, with the cold weather, everybody's the hands ain't there, man. You, you can't do that, man. Even the Packers are dropping some balls. And, and another thing we got to take a shot once in a while in the damn game, man. I was like, yeah. you you one-on-one, that's better than throwing it three on, on three men. Throw it up for one of your guys. Throw it up to, throw it up to um, Gallup or somebody in the seat one-on-one instead of against in three people coverage. Something yeah. good can come out, P.I. or whatever. So Yeah, I, I feel you, man. Good call from you, Phil. Yeah, thank you, bro. <laughs> Go Cowboys, man. I'll be back at you, though. No doubt, man. That's the detective right there, man. Oh, out there in the 30-degree weather watching this L, man. It's, it's one thing to lose, but it's another thing to be there sitting in the cold stand. Now, he's a diehard fan, right? Up there in the enemy territory, just just all cold and shivering out there, man. All right, we got the last two callers, man, the 971, and then we got the 206. But from the 971, you're live. What's happening, Lo? How you Nothing doing? Nothing to it, man. Uh, show world. You going to work out in the gym? Do you, do you go work out or anything? Man, I'm, I may have to after this, man. I haven't been really in the gym since the pandemic, man. I've been doing some well, uh, calisthenics over here. You fell off since you left the ship, didn't you? <laughs> you, know? you, the ship, you? Yo, I fell <laughs> off, man. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey. Hey, get back in there, baby, and work off your frustration. I probably have to, man. I probably have to. <laughs> For sure. That's how you do it, man. Because they'll, they'll raise your blood pressure and your mental capacity up. I mean, you know, hey. Yeah, I still go running, though. I still I still run in here there. You know, I, I got the uh, ab, ab wheel over here, some calisthenic stuff. You know, I, I, I'm i still fit a little bit. You know, just ain't swole yeah. like I used to be. <laughs> yeah. So everybody just, you know. Go work out. I mean, they gonna. I mean, this is what we've been dealing with for years. So hey, yeah. You know, um, what we talked about penalties. We talk about defense. I mean, we just talked about. You know, we know Dak gonna make his mistakes, but what we talk about. I mean, you can't blame this on Joseph. I mean, hey, he he give up. He he give up a play or two, but hey. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, you gotta blame this on Dan Quinn. I mean. Straight on Dan Quinn. You have two touchdowns. It's just time to blitz. It's time to just press. I even drop back. Hey, you gotta blame this on him, bro. You can't blame everything on the offense. Yeah, I mean, at some point, somebody got to stop holding the hand of these linebackers and and say, hey, we get it. You guys try to reformat the front four, what have you. Or, right. You know, at this point, the linebackers' responsibility, in my opinion. Stop the run. Rally, chase, get to the flat, come down and feel. Yeah. I'm not seeing that from our linebackers, unfortunately. So, so let me so let me get this straight. After the playoff game against San Francisco, they got beat in the run game, they got beat on penalties, and they got beat some in the secondary, and they got beat on coaching. 
Yeah. So let me have they corrected that since last year. I mean, if we're seeing it now, they no, have it. They yes have it. Or no. right. Yes or no? No, 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 no. Okay, they have not corrected that. So what makes you think when they play somebody now and in the future that they're going to win a Super Bowl? They cannot correct that on defense. Because defense, answer is yes or no. Do defense win championships? Yep. Yep. Okay. Have they stopped? Have they Have they? But have they l- l- let, me, let, me, let me flip it on you like this then. Who have we Everybody. added to this tape different since that 49ers game in the playoffs? Nobody. <laughs> see, Nobody. see, so so Crap. so so that's that's pretty much now I get it. Damon Clark, it was the second game. I have to go look at right. the tape. And but right. we are expecting different results, but with the same players. And we have not changed out anything on this defense. And I've been banging on the table and I said one thing that you want to do is add pieces around Parsons and Trayvon Diggs so that this team can be better in that look. Now, we... we, Yeah. Let me me make one. When Dan Quinn came in, he should have had total control of the draft because the only way you're going to win the championship through the defenses and um, having somebody that can come up and hit, because that's what he had in Seattle and Atlanta, hitters, these guys cannot hit. They're scared to tackle. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is the last year in the draft, they addressed some issues, but they didn't go heavy on defensive line. And this year, they didn't go heavy on defensive line. They got cute with uh, offensive tackle. He's cool and everything. Yeah, but yeah, after yeah. that, all defense, get your defensive line straight. And guess what they do? They played around. They got one defensive player in the second round. After that, they played around. They didn't stack up on their D-line and linebacker. And now you got LVL. You know he's a, what is he, a liability. A liability. <laughs> a liability. A, 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 a liability. liability. A liability. How, how you come a liability backer? <laughs> hey, that's a good so, nickname for him, man. <laughs> now you still got this defensive line who can't get to the ball and chase the ball. And so now nobody will come up and tackle because in the second level, they haven't corrected this in the playoffs last year. And this year, and it's not corrected this year and beyond. So, what I'm telling everybody out there is stop thinking they're going to the Super Bowl because they cannot stop these things that I'm telling you. The penalties, the, the run, and the defense, and the secondary they cannot stop it. <laughs> they stop it, they ain't going nowhere. I love this team, but reality, everybody needs to hold on. If you hear what I'm saying, Go back and look at the San Francisco game. Look at this game and other teams they ran on. It's, it's come back to haunt you. No All doubt, man. I, I appreciate you, man, so much. Uh, this is JP, right? So, so, hey, get in the way room. Yeah, I'm upset. Come on, man. Yeah, JP, Jonathan, you know, I, 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 I just make it sure. I just wanted to make sure, hey. trust, but verify, you know. <laughs> hey, 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 what do we do when we play ball in, in the field? We let it on our backs. Blow the whistle, jump up, tackle, rap, tackle, rap. Hey, yeah. did you do that? Yeah. We need to do that. Yeah. We need to do that now though. <laughs> Appreciate right. you so much for calling in, fam. Hey, hey, hey. Catfish and grits, baby. Yes indeed, man. Shout out to my guy, man. Mrs. Hey. Sip. Yeah, love you. Much love to you, man. That's a good good call from him. All right, All right so so uh with that being said. <laughs> You guys get what he said. Um, 
we may have added some pieces, but we didn't really add any pieces. Like, I'm not discounting Jonathan Hankins. I think that he was a great pickup for us. Uh, but, but but remember what I said about two hours ago. <laughs> There's storage wars, right? That's uh, American pickings, right? you going through and seeing if what you can re- refurbish over here. If the Cowboys want to get a true defensive tackle, you will have to get it through trade, right? Or you have to get it through a free agency. If the Cowboys wanted to get a ready-made linebacker who don't have to go through growing pains, you have to do it via trade or free agency. We didn't do that, right? And I'm not going to give the credit to the Eagles, but I got to explain this. As much as move the Eagles made, they still got more cap space than us. We're sitting at $6.9 million of cap space. The Eagles are sitting at 11. And all we heard all offseason is that we heard this and that from the Eagles. Breaking news out of Philadelphia camp. They are now signing Kaiser Wright or Kaiser whoever. Breaking news out of Eagles camp. They're now signing A.J. Brown. Breaking news out of Eagles camp. They're now signing uh, Hassan Reddick. You know, breaking news out of Eagles camp. They now signed, uh, who else they brought in? Whoever. (laughs) Zach Pascal or whoever his name is. So they did a lot of moves. Because they were not satisfied for what they did last season. And I'm not saying that they're going to go straight to the Super Bowl. I got you. I got you. Breaking news, the Eagles inside Robert Quinn, you know, for insurance pieces, you know. So they did a lot of moves to cover up some ground, right, to fill in those voided spots so that they would not be the same. Right, So they won't have the same results that they had last year. <laughs> so they put pieces around. They knew. They knew that, uh, what's the kid that they drafted in the first round? From from, from uh, Roll Tide, Devontae, he's Smith, right? Devontae Smith. Newsflash, they wasn't going to have episodes and series to go back and forth. To see whether or not he's a true number one. No. He was drafted in the first round. But they're not going to go fight themselves to see whether or not, hey, man, is he a true number one? No, they went and got another one. But what the Cowboys do in return, we go draft a wide receiver. Oh, he's number one. Get rid of your number one, right? He's number one. He's ready. No. They were saying that last year. People failed to realize that last year was CeeDee Lamb's second year ever playing in the National Football League. But he was held to the degree of being a veteran wide receiver. Skinny Batman, I feel you. I am awake. (laughs) We are cursed. All right. Let me see if my guy MJ can uh, spit his mind over here, man, from the 206. You're live, fam. What up, Law? How you doing, brother? Doing great. Man, I was like you yesterday. I, I felt your pain. <laughs> I was sitting there with my boy, my people. I uh-huh. was so mad. I said, Ma, you, they like, man, you mad at the mud? I was so pissed off because, you know, I'm yeah. an OG. Yeah. And 
I told y'all earlier this year, and me and you talked about it on your show. Everybody heard it. I said, if we keep Dak Prescott at 30 throws, we were likely to win most of every game. Yeah. But yeah. no, that stupid Kelly Moore did it. When we got up 7 nothing, I said, okay, we about to go up 14 nothing. Yeah. Special teams make a play for us. The first play from the 11-yard line. Mm. Instead of running the ball, and I know we would have scored, would have been up 14-0, that would have made Rodgers go in the passing mode. Yo. No, what we do, we're going to throw a pass. That stupid Kelly Moore, I'm sick of him, man. He needs hey, to go. Hey, let me put this in perspective. Let me put this in perspective. The Packers were ranked 27th against the run. Yeah, no. <laughs> we done had 200. Hey, the all cardboard fans, I'm going to tell y'all right now, and listen to me. If the Cowboys run 30 times, they're going to win all their games. They will run for almost 200 yards. Can't nobody stop their running game. But no, we got a dumb, illiterate, wannabe, think he's the number one coordinator in the world that is the worst coordinator because of daddy boy. We're going to lose. So that right there, I already know we're in trouble. Uh, you know, we might win our games, but we're going to be in the battle all the games because of the play calling. Two, Dan Quinn, you get an F, my brother. Mm. I love you. But now you piss me off, my brother. Mm. You're trying to do these erotic schemes when I'm watching your Seattle Seahawks run a four-man front and they coming in and mm. playing good defense. Mm. And you trying to run these exotic schemes. I said, 98, what the hell is you doing? He ran a scheme to make 98 go around and they ran right up that hole and went for 30 yards. A twist, yeah, a twist. Yeah. I don't know why oh you twist, twist with 98. Stop yeah. with that stupid stuff. Let yeah. number 98 run front and let 95 run. 96 and 97, they come in on passing downs. Don't have them play a run because they are horrible right now. Mm-hmm. They cannot play the run. Number 54, if I'm the coach, 94, 95, 98 is playing D-tackle. Number 90, baby, boy, I love you. Yo, these play. Number 54, when you in the game, boy, you was cold-blooded. You mm-hmm. know how to stop the run, and he played just like D-Law. Now you, you found your D-N. Yeah. You found your D-N. 54 is supposed to be starting. He's supposed and to start, then man. you put 33 in the game, and you put 14 in the game. Take that number 55 out the game. And Law, number one, got only burnt one time on the back page. He passed that out because uh, Dan Queen got a safety back there by himself mm. instead of having two safety. If you had the if you had the the right safety over there, like me over there playing, and then with number nine coming across, I could have whacked him, knocked his butt out, or got an interception. But no, you got twenty eight in the middle of the field. Green Bay, kudos. You ran that number nine across, and uh, and number one job. And they were smart. Number nine came across, and the receiver went in uh, one area, one passed them off, but 28 was over there too late. That's why they scored on them. Yeah, yeah. Boy, you sound like me. Hey, 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 hey. Law, Law, (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. And 26 and number seven got burnt. They was about to score a big 50-yard touchdown. You Mm -hmm. know who saved us? 
54 got that sack so fast. At 54, when he got that sack, that was a touchdown, Law. Number was. seven and number 26 messed up on the pass coverage. Yup. You sure? So Ooh, I you think, call it that I, one. I think, I, I think, number Dan Quinn, you better go back to your Seattle defense, my brother. Put 33 in the middle. Uh, Hey, it's just going to be funny. You know what's funny? What's that? 55 play, 55 play better on the outside. On the outside versus, yeah. <laughs> yes. You put 55 on the outside and you put 33 in the middle. You put 14 on the other outside because he could, he, he's 235 and he could tackle and he run a 4-5. Mm. Dan Quinn, if you listen to the last show, you get an F three weeks in a row, bro. Start with the exotic defense. I'd rather live, like the dude said, if they're going to run, let them run to run out the clock. I'd mm. rather them to run for 300 yards and the clock ran out and we win, <laughs> we win by 10 or 7 points. Yo. I'd rather do that because they start bombing us. And a lot of this week, Minnesota going to do the same thing. They're going to run to the outside. They're going to run to the outside. And Devin, I hate to tell you, Devin Cook is more dangerous than 33 long because he'll take it to the house. I'm Man, telling you, if you get on the outside and y'all miss that tackle, that's a 60-yard score, brother. That mother, he like Tony Dorsett and he like Pollard. So, Dan Quinn, play the 4-3, brother. Get out of that stupid. Unless you're going to play the right 4-3 when you got Parson on the outside, D-Long, 54. Uh, uh, let's put it like this. 98, 95 in the middle, 98. Number 90, and right. then you put 54, 11 on the outside, and then you put uh, 55 on the other side, and 33, and then you got them safety playing. Man, I'd rather you play a zone. Cover three. Cover three, yeah. You better play a zone, because we're going to get torched. And don't play number three. It's getting burnt every week. He's not better than number one. Number one only gave up one play, and that was a back shoulder fade, and he was blanking that guy. That's mm. the hardest player to catch. So... Don't blame that on Joseph. Everybody's on some Joseph. No, I looked at I said, what are they talking about? That was a pass out. Yo, that and, was Dan Quinn's stupid and, exotic defense getting torched. Yeah, he got kind him of in the zone on that other touchdown, though. Uh, Watson lined up inside, and it was a quick play. Watson just so fast, man. He didn't get a ch- time to even yeah. set up yep, to redirect. But I feel what you're saying, MJ. Hey, I got to let you go, man. But let me hear you yeah. say it, though, fam. I know you're mad, but you're just like me, man. Let man, me hear you say it. I'm mad. I'm old school. I'm giving a how about them Cowboys and Dan Quinn. Come on, man. You're making the defense look pitiful, and they're getting down. When they start putting their heads down, something wrong. So somebody better speak up in that deep of the room. Stop favoritism. No I doubt, want man. some cowboys. Good job, D-Lo. <laughs> I appreciate with, you, man. Oh, my gosh, man. Good call from here, man. Hey, I gave y'all a marathon show. That probably made up for me okay. not really doing the uh, the post-game show yesterday. I appreciate y'all, man. I was angry law yesterday. I couldn't even really formulate my sentences together. Uh, but I can tell you guys right now, uh, this team, we're 6-3. and three. And look how passionately we are talking about this team. It sounds like we're 3-6, and six, but we're 6-3. and three. Shout out to Sadiqwa. Shout out to you. Shout out to Mike. Man, appreciate you in the chat. Shout out to my guy, MJ. Let me read some of the super chats that I may have missed out. Thank y'all for delivering the stars over there on the Facebook. Shout out to you, uh, Freddie Scott. 
Mario Moreno, appreciate you. Uh, shout out to you, Twin Maker, I see you. Thomas, thank you. Drew, appreciate you so much. Shout out to everybody that's on the Facebook and beyond. And shout out to those that's on the YouTube, one for each finger. That's my time. I really thank you all for yours. Let's continue to grind and shine. Be sure to check out other content creators and anyone else that's doing their live shows right now. DC for life once again. I'm about. Salute. It missed the nasty time.